Howdy, it's the start of the show, so here's another shout-out to BattleBards.com. BattleBards give you awesome audio to use in your tabletop games, and I've just launched their Patreon, which will give you a say in what sounds they develop next. We haven't used too many of their sounds in this episode because it's sci-fi and they've concentrated on fantasy so far, but that's probably going to change soon, because they really do want to do sci-fi and horror and all sorts of stuff, which I personally can't wait for. So here's an example of the sort of thing you can do with the sounds, the mixer application, and the soundboard. This one is a quick bite, and I've changed this one a little bit, because now BattleBards allow you to upload your own sounds and put them into their sounds, which is awesome. Greetings, friend! Have a seat! Ah, a respectable customer. Sit down. Good day to you. Mm. Ah. Ah. ah, look. You are right to ogle. An acquired taste. Now, now, now. Step away from the merchandise. Ah! Mm. To die for. <laughs> As this goes out, the Kickstarter for Noisy Person Cards is going to be in its last week. It's just met its funding target, which means that it's on. So if you were umming and ahhing about whether you should buy the game and whether it be funded or not, now's the time. Get on board. Push for a stretch goal. We have some feedback as well, and we did actually go through this before a game session, but I was a twat and lost that recording. So I just want to give a, a big shout out to Pencil Monkey Jensen, who's at Jensel Monkey on Twitter who did this awesome cartoon giving us a mascot in the form of Axel the Axeman and Penny the Pain Nut. We all thought that was brilliant, so cheers, dude. Also, a lot of people on Twitter are very excited about the Dark Heresy, so thanks for getting in touch about that and sharing your enthusiasm. That really does make us feel good and, and help us keep the show going. So, particular thanks to uh, Sam Witch, Iban Ruth, and Sid Egelstrad. Cheers, fellas. In other news, I had a guest spot on the Riverhouse Games podcast. You can go and check that out at riverhousegames.com and I'm guesting on their latest Critical Theory episode. Taylor and I had a lot of fun rambling on about things like shared storytelling, looking at the group of players as a whole, how freaky things with memory affect what goes on at the table, and how to say the word fuck like a proper gentleman. And with that, on with the show. Welcome to Swordnut Radio. This episode is our Dark Heresy campaign, The Hidden Hand. Dave has taken the helm as the GM, and we are joined by a very special guest, Joe, from How We Roll Podcast. We've recently switched over to a new recording method where we all have individual mics, and I'm still figuring out how that works and ironing out the kinks, so you might have to bear with us for a few episodes, but hopefully this is an improvement on what we used to have. And we'd really appreciate it if you can give us some feedback by email, swordnutradio at gmail.com, that's swordnutradio at gmail.com, or on Twitter, at Swordnut Radio. I'm quite active on there, and if you want to have a chat with me, that's that's fantastic. You also get the opportunity to vote for the episode titles, which is fun. So on with the show. Remember, keep it grimdark.
I, I'm gonna I'm gonna read the intro, and then I'm gonna have everyone introduce themselves and sort of introduce themselves into the world. But I want to read you about read to you about the world first. So, deep beneath the soaring expanses of opulence and near unimaginable wealth of the hive spires, beneath the mid hive bustle of industry and commerce, beneath untold billions toiling in a, in city sized manufactura where human blood, sweat, and tears fuel the very lifeblood industries of the Imperium. Beneath even the underhive, that wretched domain of lawless scavengers and criminality, lies the hive bottom. The hive bottom is a creation of catastrophe. Explosions, water pollution, waste disposal, power failure, collapsing access tunnels are the norm. It is the domain of mutants, sump spawn, and plague zombies. In all but a few near-miraculous safe caverns, normal habitation is impossible. These rare caverns and the few sump towns which reside in them have become refuge for those poor dregs of humanity trapped by circumstance and chance. Cut off almost entirely from the rest of mankind, entire subcultures have managed to develop and subsist in this inhospitable realm. It is a region outside the formal societal structure of the hive, here, the law of the gun is the only recognized authority, and those who go unarmed are arrogant or foolish. Surrounded by the hive bottom, a desolate, polluted waste long since abandoned and partially flooded by centuries of effluence and industrial waste, some towns subsist on whatever is available to them, connected to the rest of mankind only by occasional heavily armed caravans who risk the perilous journey through the deadly wilderness of the Hive Bottom to trade for the scant produce of sump towns. Hallucinogens and other drugs distilled from toxic fungi, bundles of metals and plastics gleaned from trash heaps and effluence flows, and the occasional mutant slave for the fighting pits of the Upper Hive are their stock and trade. It is into one such of these towns that you were born. It is imaginatively named Sump. A desolate cavern lit by refuse oil lamps and bioluminescent fungi, a murderous, lecherous, addicted scrabble of some 50,000 souls. That is, if any residing there could be said to have retained their souls. Sump is a multi-level shantytown of unimaginable suffering and despair, and yet insofar as possible, you have thrived. Through individual strength of will, character, or muscle, and mutual support, your small group of friends and allies have risen to the first rung of the criminal elite and have been granted a small fiefdom by one of Sump's warlord rulers, Moma. And so to evoke a slew of cliches, so here does your party's adventure begin. Awesome. We shall provide the cliches. <laughs> Damn fine cliches. Keep luck, what luck. Right. Introduce yourselves, your characters, and sort of how you see yourself fitting into this. Just fitting into something. Gaius Redden. Uh, Gaius will do, or Mr. Redden, if you're uh, feeling a little bit more formal, young chap. And I'm a slightly older member of the sump, which is quite rare for this part of the world. No one's quite sure how such a large and seemingly defenseless person has managed to survive so long, but he's collected him round, round him a gang of ne'er-do-wells and people that you'd maybe want to watch a bit more carefully. <laughs> <laughs> and he's established a church of sorts with people who come to pay their respects and ask for advice. 
they leave often feeling very good about themselves, although slightly confused about what they've learned or gained. This has avoided Gaius from much of the general shit-gathering that most people spend their days doing. And now I'll pass you over to my boon companions. <laughs> well, we can't top that. <laughs> okay, so yeah. Wait, wait. Boon companions? Yes, it means lucky. Excellent, okay. No, it doesn't. Shall we say boon means, is, is our slang for good or like awesome stuff? Yes, I'll, I'll do that. Boon. Boon is cannon. It's a boon gun, man. I like it's to imagine it with double U. Not a double U, a double U. <laughs> B U U N. <laughs> no U. Double U. <laughs> right, Grimdark. <laughs> it's not a very nice place, I should probably stress that. It's got some fungus growing. I, I like the, the green one. The one that gives you pretty, pretty dreams. It really does. Okay, hi, I'm Paul, and I'm going to be playing Elvis Panzera, and I'm not going to do a goddamn voice. Uh, he's a heretic, and he uh, gropes around in the shit, looking for useful things, and every once in a while he will sit and uh, listen to Gaius and his wise words. Do you want to kind of explain what a heretic is? A uh, heretic is as close as you can get to be a tech priest without being a tech priest, because it's verboten, so I'm looking for all sorts of reclaimed bits of crap that have come from the hive or maybe archaeotech that we might be dredging up from underneath that might be embedded in mutants and things and uh, repurposing it uh, and primarily um, I've gleaned my knowledge through a skull which I believe to be a servo skull which is in fact just a, a skull on a stick with some circuits <laughs> in it called Buzzed. Cool. And just to describe heretics, heretics are sort of, as all technology is shrouded in religion those who like technology but are not introduced through the priesthood are heretical, and that's you. But you'd actually like, unlike some heretics who, who sort of just love technology and embrace sort of some sort of equivalent of the scientific method, or at least what they think is a scientific method, you actually would like to be a tech priest. You, you do you do the things, you, you burn the incense. Yeah, most, you... most heretics are, embrace their heresy. I, I am not a heretic. I am simply trying to live in the light of of the Emperor, who I love, the Omnissiah. But I, I, I might not be getting it right. <laughs> right, who wants to go next? I'm Adam, I play Thryn, a mutant flagellant. He is... Um... <laughs> it's, just, it's just incidental... Oh, it's there, the this is how he breathes. <laughs> just this sort of... <laughs> uh, Yeah, I play Thryn, a mutant flagellant. Flagellant? There's no end of those jokes. Let's, let's yeah. save it for. Yeah. <laughs> it's got it's got our legs that one. He uh, he's basically a young, well-built man who basically fell into a uh, tough crowd due to his uh, propensity for picking pockets and having no no qualms about knocking someone out if they caught him. He became effectively an enforcer before falling in with a crowd around his home creating a tenuous alliance by which they uh, defend their turf. Um, so having huge, thick fingers and being a, a massively strong mutant, the, the rate at which you would fail to pick someone's pocket is about 100%. So well, just um, thing is, thing is he's, not, he's not got thick fingers. He's, he's stocky. But... Tiny little girly fingers. Uh, Pianist's um, hands. <laughs> could be, could be, you never know. Like Jeremy Beadle, he's got one big one small. <laughs> Due to... Um... Grimdark. 
<laughs> very, very grim dark with Jeremy Beadle references. <laughs> Actually, I thought we'd never discuss this. What causes mutations? Thalidomide. Everything. Heresy, but also there's just natural mutations because you live in a toxic waste. That's fine. I, I thought that because that, that, that fits in here. So basically, due to um, contact with a corrosive chemical, uh, it's caused mutation his body all over, um, which has left him with thick, chitinous plates on uh, most of his body. Do you look like a bug? No. More like a lizard. Plates, not not a shell. <laughs> As an as extra protection, he does wear heavy leather garments with some uh, cloth trousers and everything to cover his modesty. Do we know that you're a mutant, or do you kind of keep? Well, your... it's kind of hard not to tell. Is it above the clothes or under the clothes? Or is it's, it? it's under the clothes. The flagellant thing. He comes. He's flagellant because as a mutant, he knows that it's obviously frowned upon by the Imperium. He's ashamed of it, but uh, because he um, has great respect for the Imperium and the Emperor. He uh, tries to atone for his mutation by serving the Emperor. Because he knows it's frowned upon by the Imperium, he tries to hide his mutation so as to avoid... Um, but just avoid notice. Uh, not to avoid notice, to... Penance. To, yeah, as penance to spare others the um, the sin of looking upon his deformity. So, like, head, head to toe, clothing, lots of, like, long stuff, gloves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything, like on, do any, yeah anything on the face, for example, that you need to cover up? Hood. No, he keeps his face uncovered because uh, he doesn't like wearing a mask because it clouds his vision. But you do have like plates on your face. Yeah. Cool. But that, that's obviously growing through his skin, so it um, doesn't affect his vision. I'm just picturing a burke right now. I <laughs> <laughs> think Lost in Space with Matt LeBlanc, the Doctor who turns into a spider. Okay. Okay. Okay, yeah. Cool. Ditus. Biddy, I'm playing Ditus to Ron. Uh, his friends call him Hack, though, which he kind of goes along with but doesn't particularly like quite young 17 although that's not really that young in this world that's about middle-aged wiry but well-toned um quite tall he dyes his hair white and he's got quite pale skin and he essentially styles himself after the elder and the reason he does this is because when he was younger and a child and he was like running rummaging around in the scraps looking for things to sell and trade and stuff like that he came across data pad scroll something with imagery of Eldar on it. And he didn't even really understand what it was that he was looking at. As far as he was concerned, it was just quite a skinny human in interesting armour. But it captivated him to a certain extent, and he has essentially styled himself on it since, even though he doesn't really understand what it is. So you, you, you took it to Elvis for activation, and after he said the right rights and poured the correct unguents in, into this... Accidentally rubbed his thumb over the play button. Yeah! Uh, he, uh, <laughs> That, that you know we went went through it, but uh, all of the stuff that you got was gained in the five minutes that we went through it before I declared it was heresy and um, burnt it. Could, yeah, cool. Could, could it Look, be like Eldar Harlequin? So you're now dressed in like no. Uh, oh God, no. <laughs> no, no there, there are, really are going to be no no Harlequin stripy pajamary type thing. <laughs> going on. It's, it's one of those sex cults you're talking about, so it's crotchless. So I mean, he kind of, he kind of yeah, no. Um, so he kind of wears. He wears like. It's one of the other. It's one of the other. Yeah. Choose, choose my car. Yeah. So he wears kind of like leather armor and stuff, but he kind of tries to style it in that obviously the Eldar have very specific kind of like elliptical armor plating and stuff, and he kind of tries to base his armor around that. Also, as a result of the footage he saw, the the, the footage was essentially of an Eldar in sword play, and obviously they're incredibly beautiful and graceful. So it kind of made him want to learn sword fighting and as a result he you know he practiced with sticks and then he made shivs and then he kind of slowly worked up from there and he now uses that talent that he's self-taught to be an assassin are you the guy that's like guns yes uh, i have a phobia 
not of guns, I can be around them and I don't mind people shooting them and stuff like that, but I won't use them. I have a strong dislike of using them as a result of seeing seeing this imagery and thinking, ah, guns are barbaric, swords are the swords are the noble. The noble thing. And also on my third job I got quite badly injured when someone jumped me and shot me. So I, I consider guns to be quite dishonourable. The the real coward's way of killing someone. I think the guns are playing against you because of your heresy. <laughs> the, the machine yeah. spirits in the in firearms rebel. Interest. Interest. Uh, my character would say that uh, guns don't kill Eldar. Eldar kill Eldar. <laughs> <laughs> so, my character's called uh, Intros Aquila, and the friends would call him Ivy. I think it would be like more of a new, new addition to the group. Previously, in a previous group of friends, there was an incident whereby there was a, a, a drunken accident where one of his friends was shot dead by one of his other friends and so he keeps his spent bullet casing to sort of remind himself of how he must constantly be aware and mustn't get drunk and funny i keep a spent bullet case as well but for other reasons for other reasons it's the bullet that shot me but go on so i uh handle this to remind myself i always have to be aware and so perception and things are very important to me but at the same time because of what happened i'm perhaps less trusting of people not less trusting of people in the group but i don't open up to them as that much and so i don't make a lot of eye contact and quite distant at times playing a seeker so interested in sort of like finding out why things have happened and investigative kind of nature as a, as a seeker in terms of the gang structure and stuff it's pretty clear what the big guy does the the, the con man the tech person and other melee person mm. stealthy stealthy melee yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Stealthy um, melee. so what is it that you, you so the, the, the uh, investigation of incidents the uh, getting information from groups, I suppose. Sort of. So you're our intel. Yeah, yeah I would guess. That's We'd be the, you'd be the guy who we send out to kind of like just randomly talk to people and try and yeah. gauge what jobs might be worth yeah. pulling, and you know, sweet talk someone at the bar and yeah. find out whether you know the caravan's like, coming yeah. through. That's kind of thing. Yeah, I'll do that quite happily, and I'll talk to them. <laughs> I'll talk to them constantly, and I'll come back and I'll give the the basic facts and details. But I wouldn't like be like to open up to you in a sort of a proper friend conversation. So I can talk to other people and strangers quite happily, but. I find it harder to talk to. Is that because when you're talking to the strangers and you're being quite friendly with them, you're essentially not being yourself? You're it's because I'm, 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 I'm talking to them with a specific purpose to get some information and to increase my awareness of the situation and the surroundings, and then I just deliver the information in a fairly sterile way, I guess. Yeah. And it means right. I don't have to do a voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of desperate to do a voice, but if I don't do one from the from out of the gate, I, yeah. You can do like a filter over your voice to make it all robotic when you release <laughs> oh, it. Or, or, yeah, actually, epic. that's... No effort. You don't even have to do a voice. You just. What do you mean, no it. effort? <laughs> <laughs> or just do a voice when you talk into the head. That's an idea. That is an idea. Yeah. It is. It is I, I'm going to have to do the. Like you've got a, voice, a split personality. I can't, I can't do a voice. I can't do a character that voice. Like I don't feel I can know the character or play it because I've done a voice. Yeah, I've had that problem in our D and D game. Mm. My character just sounds like me, but more depressed. <laughs> 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 Okay, so the setting brief, while your personal stars are on the rise, the overall situation of the sump is in crisis. For your entire lives, while gang wars were common, there was nonetheless a sameness, continuity of chaos that was comfortable and particular, and predictable. Particularly as through it all, you've been able to keep your heads above water, always ending up on the winning side. When you joined MoMA's group two years ago, your personal standing and security seemed assured she was one of the strongest warlords the sump had ever seen. A hulking mutant behemoth of a woman with a sharp and surprisingly sane mind and a fanatically loyal inner circle of similarly brutal and deadly mutants, led by her trusted lieutenant and lover, Gurta. 
But less than a year later, a little-known group called Gloom Haunts began expanding at a hitherto unheard-of rate. Its gangers seemed fearless, breaking much larger groups and absorbing their surviving membership at unimaginable rates. The Gloom Haunts soon became an unstoppable juggernaut, with gangs falling to them left and right. Then, for no apparent reason, they stopped. When they'd taken over about two-thirds of the sump, the Gloom Haunts' human wave attacks just ceased. MoMA capitalized on the halt to bring all the remaining territories under her rule, and stalemate has ensued since. Though skirmishing along the border is constant, there have been no major shifts in territory since. So basically, mm, we're on the right guys, side. Well, sort of. Basically, what happens is that the Gloom Hunts just stopped. It seemed like they were going to take over the whole sum. It was completely unexplicable how members of formerly hostile gangs just one day they were fighting the Gloom Hunts, the next day they were fighting for the Gloom Hunts, and then they just stopped. And that's where you find yourself. It's been about a year since that happened. Again, it's it, for a while it was this crazy expansion, almost military-like. Now it's just sort of back to these gang war, you know, group of gloom haunts meets a group of Momaz boys. You fight. Are we in safe territory or are we on the border? You're, yeah, you're pretty much on the border. You're not, you know, way out there and there are no major incursions, but um, a steady stream of fighting. We've just been staring at the same people over the... Over the street. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's again, it's about 50,000 people. There's probably not more than four or 500 gangers total. So, again, think gang warfare. Mm-hmm. Moving back and forth and meeting and fighting. Pits are like the warriors, so each gang has got its own calling card. Almost. <laughs> Do we have a symbol? Do we have a thing? That's up to you guys if you have a thing. I have a symbol, but <laughs> do, you, do you like... Skull and a stick. Yeah, skull and stick. So you, can we just be the skull and the stick gang? <laughs> with a get-along gang. Yeah. Do you guys want to describe your? You, you guys talk, kept talking about you having like your your corner and your base, as it were. Do you guys want to describe that? To plagiarize it a lot, I imagine it like a uh, like a an old sort of temple the way we've done it out. So a building which is in one room with like a crude altar, but then there's where we hang out is under it. So there's maybe some sort of secret door. Under it is a hallowed place by the machine spirits. It is strong in the hive. It's very, very strong. People come here to pay their respects and give offerings, and we we hide deep underground. By the safety. blessings of the Emperor. <laughs> I kind of like the idea that, because obviously this is going to be part of the superstructure of the hive, so there's going to be like massive support columns every so often, supporting the, the stuff above. I kind of like the idea that, that our temple's built onto one of these, so we've always kind of liked a bit of a feeling of safety because we've always had our mm. back up against something solid and impenetrable so we know that we're not going to get attacked from any, anywhere other than the front I like and maybe it's um, it's filled with fungus and maybe the secret door is like you have to crawl through the fungus and there's like a uh, very difficult to find but so like our gang, gang hideout is, is sort of like underground yeah so mm. we're like we're like the fun guys don't make me wear my t-shirt no no. he's had that in the chamber for so long why why did did the gun not jam (laughs) (laughs) oh dear I'm here all night (laughs) it's so it's it's your your temple is on top we hang out underneath 
Yeah. Um, so so we yeah it was our sort of secret base where we'd sleep, where we'd eat. It's all underneath. And we it's it's only through the temple you can get in and out. So it's like uh, maybe there's other entrances because again if there's this huge fungus sort of forest or we've probably we've we've lived with you know the whole gang warfare thing for a while. We've got our hidey hole. Sensible thing. We'd probably having probably experienced this war for a while. This we would have several bolt holes from from this secret hideout, which are obviously hidden above ground, so that nobody knows that the entrance is there. But we would have several other exits. So we'd from... have lots of ways of getting out, and maybe also some safe houses. Yeah, things like that that aren't as well sort of hidden, but places yeah. we can go. So sort of a little slum town, shanty town, shacks and lean-tos built up everywhere, sort of all in like a cul-de-sac kind of thing around the temple. And then obviously the temple is where obviously people come mm. to. You know, it's like maybe maybe a makeshift hospital or something if we need it to be. Uh, local get like like you know, town hall, local gathering place kind of thing. I like to think we're a bit we're almost neutral. Like people come to us for you know tech priest breath blessing or for a bit of healing or just mm. you know yeah we've got a lot of things in our choice. Because yeah. 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 somebody's gone missing and I've got to investigate like Nick Valentine and Fallout. <laughs> well, you want someone brutally murdered in their sleep you know we're the guys <laughs> yeah. you want to scare your kids get them eaten yeah oh god I just uh, clicked on the first uh, gang slash clan name generator and the first one was the badgers <laughs> we live in the ground it's yeah. one wolf it's possible badgers are evil the jam uh, they're hard to badgers. kill <laughs> yeah we're the badgers but we have no idea what a badgers is it's something we just pulled out of a data pad somewhere <laughs> if we're surrounded by fungus and one of us wants to be Japanese we could go ourselves mushroom crowd or not there's a door <laughs> <laughs> that was a shit-tacky joke oh Jesus and we're out in mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so funny! <laughs> we've, got, we've got all those jokes out of the way, there's not mushroom for improvement there. <laughs> 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 oh, that's so freaking <laughs> No. no. <laughs> I would think it was well. sober, and that's the worst, yeah. the worst I've ever been involved in. Oh, that's just, there's so many rim shots now. Just lining them up now. I, I, I now just have a dedicated rimshot truck on every episode. <laughs> right, so, uh, badgers? Yeah, we live, we live underground. We've got a warren. We have no idea what badgers are. Yeah, badgers, 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 badgers. Boing, boing, we've got badgers. 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 Yeah. Okay. You're stinking badgers. <laughs> and then you can go with, it, with our symbol being something along those lines. Black and white um, stripes. Black and white stripes, like two short white stripes, one, one long black stripe down the middle. It's actually not bad. Yeah. Okay. Me. So I imagine it a bit like you've seen Gangs of New York. You know the church that there is at the beginning, and then under it is all that like, network of tunnels yeah, and things bad. where he buries that knife. Do you guys have any questions before we begin? Like about the setting, about the world, about your place in it, about MoMA, about the gloom haunts. What's our sort of economic status, as it were? Are we hand to mouth? Are we sort of living day by day, or are we are we kind of like a power? This like, guy's people, not. Would people come to borrow money type sort of stuff? Is it People wouldn't come to you to borrow money. You're not quite hand to mouth. You're not wealthy by any stretch of the imagination. Well, having having said that, you probably always have food, which makes you pretty wealthy. Yeah, yeah. I think we, we each have marketable skills, yeah. don't we? Um, None of us are. However, that said, I, I, I think that before this kind of like gang warfare thing started, we were probably in a quite a decent spot for people coming to us. But now we're right on the border, and we don't particularly want to leave our stronghold, even though it's on a slightly bad bit. It's hard. People are going to be a bit apprehensive of coming to us, so maybe we haven't been bringing in as much well, money it's recently. It's more like a gang war, so civilians tend to get left out of it unless they get caught in the crossfire. It's not like a, there aren't like 
you know, mm. trench lines. But we, we, we can't go into the places where we used to go and make money, so times are a little bit harder. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And certainly uncertain. Like I said, no one knows why the boom hunts just stop there in, in unstoppable advance. Uh, Momaz <clears throat> has a huge fortress. That's kind of what, how she responded to it. What's happened to the Gloomhorse now? Have they devolved back into the previous gangs they were in, or are they? No, doing... no, they're they're very active. They control their territory. What else do you want to know? about? All right, that? I thought I thought you said that Momar had taken back the territory. So. No, no, she she consolidated all the territory that the Gloomhorse had. Hadn't. Hadn't. Right. No, so I'm assuming it's all the usual kind of like gang-related activities. So drug running, drug um, running, prostitution, you know, um, protection rackets, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. which okay. you're involved in as well in your little. So Momar is like basically a mutant and head of a gang of mutants. Is there something special about the Gloomhorse that we should know about, or are they a bit mysterious? Or are they just tough? Yeah. Do we? Do we? Have, well, it we seems have... they just assimilated all the other gangs. So all the other gangs just became the Gloomhorns. So like, has anyone even seen the original gang? Do they have a badge? <laughs> We've got a flag. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so one, by what sign would we know them? <laughs> they do have one feature. They all have these <laughs> almost cone-shaped top knots. So okay. they've got this heavy, they've, they're all you know, shaved heads, and then the hair just kind of goes there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we must kill them all. <laughs> More like almost like really martial arts movies than hipsters. Their heads are shaved except for a circle on the back, and that's pulled out into a ponytail, which is tied with a red cord. The other strange thing is, is they always drag away the dead. So if you get into a fight, the fights you've been in with them, you always end up having essentially to withdraw because as long as they are dead on the ground that belong to the gloom haunts, they will not stop. If you kick their asses and then let them take away their dead. Well, to be honest, I'm happy with fungus, but some people do like to eat their dead, I've heard. It's like bacon. (laughs) We honor the emperor by not wasting what he has provided, provided us with. Perhaps some of them may even become home to the great machine spirits. Well, maybe we should start beating our dead then. Who can we kill? No, we, 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 that's how we that's how we feed our fungus farm. Oh, <laughs> of course. Dead bodies, you know. Flashbacks to Hannibal. Guys, it is propitious that you've tabled this idea. I have some ideas of people I would like to repurpose. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe the fungus farm is right for a bit. Maybe we could taste some people. These gloom horns seem to be... Quite clever. Why do we not think of this? So is that what you're going to do? Can I look out the door and see if there's any tasty-looking people? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a bit, he's a bit tasty, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> bit of rump steak off that. He is rather chubby. <laughs> right, so, uh, you guys basically just on a patrol one night. Whether you want to call it patrol, hanging out, going around. Looking for tasty looking Looking for tasty looking uh, people to eat. And who might do well as a chair once we've done with eating parts of them. In a fishing group, would you like to use the whole part of the gangland? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we like to practice, uh, you know, eco friendly cannibalism here. GM should not contribute <laughs> to the chaos. It's got Sorry. more grim dark there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's quite it's quite a possible thing. I mean, it's like you know we're living oh, on, been, on it, the edge. It so. would be totally standard to, yeah. to, to eat flesh. So maybe the, in... the fungus is beginning to come alive a bit, and we have to hit it every morning. <laughs> <laughs> I, I whack them all. It's it's trying, it's trying to develop hey, little, yeah, boy. Starting to develop little grasping tendrils. <laughs> Therein, perhaps we could furnish you with some sort of flesh carapace to mask your heresy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just start wearing people's faces. <laughs> it's about. Your concept of the day is, is, is of a day is fairly vague. 
the the lights are pretty much always the same. There is no day, there is no night. But some sort of cycle's been sort of worked out. And uh, just pre-dawn, you start to you hear a massive fight slowly approaching your safe house. There's this horrific sound of, of almost like gunfire, but something like you've never heard before. It begins with a bang and then a hiss and then an explosion. And a, and a hum that always seems to be accompanied by the sound of flesh being cut. And it seems to sort of be approaching. What do you do? Shit, maybe we should hide this body. Maybe we should... <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody will notice another body with all the corpses around. Uh, oh, there's the corpses around. <laughs> <laughs> Supplies! Um, um, get, in the, get in the temple, bar the doors. We just look down the street first. <laughs> I want to hippity hop climb up the windows. Because obviously we've got quite high, it's an old cathedral or whatever, so it must have tall windows and stuff, and I'm going to say that the top is all smashed in and open. It's, it, yeah. I want a hippity hop up. It would be a mockery of a, of a cathedral. Yeah, yeah. So I want a hippity hop up to a good vantage point and look out and see if I can see any. Okay. I'm going to do the same. I'm going to, yeah. In fact, I want to get onto the roof, so maybe I've constructed it like up the fungus, climbed up through it, or maybe like crawled through tunnels and then ended up on the roof. Fungus ladder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a bracket fungi mm-hmm. just steps up the side. A ladder, um, as it were. I immediately, as soon as there's an explosion, whatever, I reach behind my back um, in, into sort of a backpack that I've sort of constructed out of various bits of crap and pull out on a, the end of a, a two-foot stick the skull that uh, houses all of my, my, my knowledge and wisdom. I place it before me and I pray to it for, for inspiration. And receiving divine guidance, I immediately pray for everyone's weaponry. Okay. Just, just for it. Not, nothing to do with actually benefits or anything, just I want everyone's weaponry. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah just, does the skull say anything? <laughs> At the moment... No. <laughs> Does the skull say anything? <laughs> I'll stand the ground floor. I'm going to stick my head out of any hole that I can see and see what I can see. But I'm going to try and stealth it a bit if I can. Not do it quite so obviously like poke my head out. Well, the idea that there's, you've actually got a tunnel that goes under the street and you're like lifting it up like in Labyrinth. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 sewer plate on your head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> We've all seen Hocus Pocus. As you say that, can we not just stick your, your, your skull on the stick above the top of it? <laughs> <laughs> like a periscope and then go, what did you see? Nothing? No, okay, we're, we're fine. We're fine. Uh, we're... <laughs> this, this is a question for the GM because it, it does have stuff in it, but it's not a servo skull. My, my concept generally is that it's, it's a spam bot. It's, it's there for it like to advertise the people on the street. Yeah, exactly. So it might have some sort of viewing capability in it, that sort of stuff. I'd say it'd be broken. It would, some sort of sensor thing, so it would at least receive, it would be able to hear me, is the thing. It knows loads of stuff that's going on, but has no ability to communicate yeah. exactly what it's seeing. Or it does it in like Japanese, like one of these TV sales <laughs> general thing. <laughs> <laughs> what you witness is almost 20 gloom haunts pursuing one character, and this guy is like nothing you have ever seen before. His armor and equipment almost seems to be out of a fairy tale. The way he moves and shoots and his weapons are just beyond anything you've ever seen. As the gloom haunts pursue him, they're just anyone that comes within range falls and dies. But they continue to pursue him. He's dropping bodies left and right. As he jumps and swings, his sword cuts through entire torsos and armor. His weapon blows huge gaping holes in gloom haunts. But yet you notice that he's slowing and almost limping whenever there's not an enemy close to him. As soon as someone gets close, he almost 
draws on inner resolve and slashes and hacks his way and continues to flee, but he's obviously hurt. Is, is, is the number 20 then, is that number dropping from 20 or is it a survey? It's, dra- it's dropping. It's a wrap. It's dropping. <laughs> Wait, we should eat that guy. <laughs> he seems to be doing fine. <laughs> Could I, um, having... And uh, they have penetrated your territory. These guys are now on your turf. Oh yeah. So they're on our turf, but, on our turf but not in our building. Yeah. Not in your building. Yeah. Having, having left the, um, I think I'll, I'll join someone. I think I'll probably join someone uh, like on the roof, maybe. Can I do a roof? prescience? Um, there we go. Sorry, a warp. What's it called? Warp scent. Okay. Can you read it? It's on page ninety. Who, who was it? Went to the roof. I'm on the roof. You're on the roof. The D and um, Gaius and Titus or Hat. You're at the window, so, aren't you? So you're looking out the window. Yeah. So I'll, I'll I'll join them on the roof as well, and I would like to make. Uh, can I make some sort of tech roll to see if I can recognise his accoutrements? I just roll it. I'm not. I'm probably not going to get it anyway. I rolled a zero, zero, and a five. So is that just five? Yeah, it's just five. Zero, zero, and a five. Yeah. Uh, You've been playing a D100 system. For how many? That's fifty, isn't it? Not very long. No, because that's the hundreds. That's just five. Yeah. So So I rolled. So I've five percent. If there is any psychic stuff, I'm sure I've the tech. Not psychic stuff. You know, uh, warp. Yeah. You sense nothing. Pretty sure there's nothing. Okay, coming on here. Give me, uh, Elvis, give me a very difficult, some minus 20 tech roll. Minus 20 tech. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my tech use is. My tech use is known. So what does that mean? That means you operate it based, no penalty. Yeah, no penalty. And so it's my, minus 20 to your intelligence. My intelligence, the intelligence, that would be 35. Nope. 74. You know you don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So obviously, just beyond anything you've seen, everything sort of carries on. He's obviously getting weaker as he comes by. The odd gloom haunt is dropping, but his lethal effectiveness does seem to be deteriorating. How far away are they in meters? About 60 meters at this point. 60 meters. We can talk to each other and shout to each other without hearing us. We want to try and save this fellow. Damn gloom haunts have come into our territory. If, if the fellow himself may not be saved, at least the technology he wears. Maybe we need to... May prove sacred. May I tell I got you? So? Yeah, uh, I think... I suggest we open fire with extreme yeah. prejudice. What are they... Can we tell what they're armed with? Range. Your usual attempt of... of, of are they guns uh, or are they melee weapons? Guns, melee weapons, knives, shivs, spikes, clubs, shovels... When he when he gets within range, can I try and make a within twenty meters? Can I try and make a telepathic link with him? Because I can talk to him. Yeah. Who's, yeah. Got a, who's got a, who's got a long gun here? You'll be very lucky if he oh, makes it that close though. Okay. Unaided. So like just. Like it doesn't give me an option. I don't know. Maybe we could. We... I need him to get closer. Get him closer. Hey, you there! Can, can we shout? Can we shout loud enough for them to hear us, or is there too much battle going on for us to be heard from where we are? I mean, you can try. They're very focused on him. You haven't seen an, uh, an incursion of this level in over a year. I am at the level where I am. I'm. I'm. As soon as I saw this guy's armor and stuff, I became obsessed because this is some heavy tech. It's pretty. Um, it's, it's pretty and it's shiny, and nothing else shines here. I like things that shine. So um, at that point, I would be if if I once I'd said. I want to uh, help this guy. Or, uh, this, once I'd said that, if no one else was moving at the time, I'd be moving trying to pick up people on the way down. Could okay. we? Could we? Like, imagine, so 
What's it look like? I mean, is there a way that we can either get under the street and like run towards them in our network of tunnels under the street, or can we like climb up above the street and run along above them? Like... At this point, yeah, they'll they'll be connecting buildings slightly lower than yours, all along, sort of along the left side of the road. The, the roofs are generally sort of maybe a, a level below. And your maybe roof. we've set up like you know planks or whatever in between, so we've got a route that we can. Yeah, I mean, you could you could have um, sort of planks nearby ready to go on. Yeah. Ready to to cross? That seems like a fairly good. So, you talked about escape routes earlier, yeah. so so I'm gonna I'm gonna run towards it, but on the roofs. Um, let's try and get within twenty meters. I will be going uh, down, trying to pick up the rest of the chaps to um, go and, and try and get him into the building. Okay. So what? I want to move out towards, moving closer to the group um, to try and make a deception check along the lines of shouting to the group that there's another one coming behind them. Okay. What do you mean another one coming behind them? Another, well, one, of these. another one of these things guys. that they're trying to kill. There's another one. Look behind you. Oh, right, okay. So you're trying to basically get them actually. to stop and turn around yeah. kind of thing. Right. Or well, I thought, I thought you if it doesn't work, or even to briefly distract them yeah. to any yeah. kind of... Um, friends, friends going to charge. Gonna gonna, charge gonna, yeah, Essentially, just, this is how, how you all set up. We'll, we'll roll for initiative in a okay. second. I'm just, I'm just unsure as to like where everyone is. and where. So, so we're basically, we're all in a group. And we're now separating. Well, you're all separating. You're all sort yeah. of moving off in different directions to okay. engage your... You, he's engaging across the roofs. You've headed straight out. I'm, I'm going for the front door. Is what I'm You've yeah, going I'm, for the front I'm door. Going he's gone out front. You've gone out front. What is Mr. Hacky Slashy Assassin going to do? I am going to uh, descend from the window, and I think I'm going to ready a smoke grenade. Descend from the window as in walk down the stairs or defenestrate yourself? Yeah, just drop. <laughs> The very big word. That's just, jump. That's just falling with style. Actually, saying that, I do word. actually, I do actually have catfall in that I take reduced fall damage. So, like, like, I always, I always like just throw two cats out. You all know where you are to start with. You're yeah, heading okay. up the road. The road sort of branches off to the left. There, there is a left fork in the road, about probably just about twenty meters away from where you are now. So about. 40 meters away by the time at the point uh, when we enter play they'll be within 40 meters of the front door he's heading across the roof you're there um, there's bits there's piles of rubbish there is cover there is at one point sort of a collapsed building you can climb up on the right to roof level or climb down and like I said they're, they're not really paying attention to anything they're just swarming this guy and he's lurching from position to position just trying to stay alive Everyone could roll initiative, which is a 1d10 plus your agility bonus. Uh, as, as we come to the um, the door, mm. and so all this is unfolding, it's just, you know, un, un, uh, unholster my weapon and go, Bazooks has informed me. The auspices are right. For gratuitous violence, brothers, let us set about. <laughs> Eleven. I've got to remember people's names. Gaius. So when you say agility, it's your tens folder. Okay. Tens column. So. Oh, right. Yeah, you have four. Yeah, have you calculated your armor before we get started? So that's your toughness bonus plus whatever armor you're wearing. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So he's, he's got. Okay, 11 for Gaius. Ivy. Uh, nine. Is that actually how you pronounce your nickname? Yeah, it'll be. Okay, Elvis? Seven. Do you round up or down if it's a 45 or whatever? No rounding. No rounding. It's 1d10. Three in. Three in. Uh, eight. Eight. Pass. Six. Guys. Eleven. Oh, what do I want to do? You're next. Okay. <laughs> are, you, are, you marking, are you keeping track? No, that's your turn. Oh. 
No, I haven't done anything yet. I was talking about <laughs> you posting it. <laughs> I'm going to break into the warp and try and contact this fellow. Um, he gets to if he would if he, he's trying to not let me in, he gets an opposed will save. Forty four is a pass, so I have contacted him. He can try and stop me getting in. Describe your the tone of your your psychic outreach. Hey, fancy fellow. Head towards the church and we'll get these fuckers together. <laughs> How high well, give me a fellowship roll. Eighty-six. That's a fail. <laughs> right, so it's an opposed willpower. He has to get under. He got under. How many degrees of success did you have? I had one, one degree of success. I got fifty-five willpower. Again, ten. So I got forty-four. So that's two degrees of success. And one we... for succeeding, and then one for every ten. Oh, okay, so yeah. I got two degrees of success. And he got one degree of success. So you succeed. Communicate with him. So he can. Hey, fancy fellow, up here. Head towards the church, and we will try and defend you. These fuckers have got a reckoning. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> There's another going on. Okay. Just, uh, sorry, it's just, uh, I don't want to know what. A I, of I, I, I was just like, what the fuck's the degree of success? And Paul, so Paul, Paul just put Bodgman 10. I was like, oh, okay, and then he's like, just beat your target number by 10, and then each 10. It's, it's exactly, it's, it's Is a, there a table for all So if you roll 30, if, you, if <clears> your skill is a 42, and you see so it, and you roll a thirty-eight. You get one degree. You get a success. Basically, for for every ten under it. Yeah, no, think. it's for every tens column. So if you roll a thirty-eight and your goal is a forty-two, that's that counts as two degrees of success. Because you get one for succeeding and then one for each tens column. Okay. Yeah, that might take a bit of getting used to. Mm. It takes yeah. a little bit of getting used to, but it's yeah. You can, you can also say or think something back if you if he wishes okay. to. You are shocked at the strength of his, of his, of of of, of the mind that you have touched. Not He's strong sort of, enough, though. Not strong enough. Though. <laughs> you can tell you only you only manage to contact him against his will and, and get past his psychic barriers because he is wounded and exhausted and is feeling very hopeless. But he looks up, he sees you, and you see sort of with with new purpose. He begins to move in your direction. Not my direction, over there, by the temple. So when you go past someone in the crowd, you abs- ab- just accidentally touch their abs. <laughs> right, screw that. So mine was to try and deceive them into thinking there was another one of this same kind of thing that they're experiencing in combat with, approaching them from a direction. Give me a roll. Uh, deception roll. Yeah, okay. minus 30. Uh, plus 10, because I'm trained deception. And what's the characteristic, sorry? Uh, fellowship. Yeah. So fellowship fifty minus thirty. No, so I want so under, under, under thirty. Isn't it? Under a twenty. Under twenty. It's minus thirty. Yeah. Yep. Oh, because I was plus you, ten. Yeah, plus ten. So under, are you trained under, in deception? And trained in deception, so plus ten. Okay. So is that is it under thirty or under twenty? So yeah. So you've got it. So it's minus thirty. So it's under twenty. Under twenty. So on. Are you? Is it known or are you trained? I trained. So plus ten. Plus ten. So yeah, under thirty. Done it. Sixteen. Nice. Except that uh, by how many degree? How many? Sixteen. Yeah. I wanted you to fail horribly. I thought it was a <laughs> dumb idea. Uh, <laughs> no idea how to make that work narratively. <laughs> they, they all run away. We win. Is, two of them actually believe you, and they sort of look behind them and then sort of hesitate, which is something you very rarely see from Bloomhawks. Paul. <clears throat> and how many other at this point did we say? Sorry. 
There are about eight left. Okay, cool. So I uh, shout out uh, and say, uh, by the Emperor's grace, you will be protected in the church. And I take aim and fire. So that's half an action to take aim and half an action to yep. fire. Uh, what's the range of your pistol? 30. Okay, so just about in range. Mm-hmm. I've always loathed that dice. Okay. I nearly threw it away. I would, I, I would, I would <laughs> wait for them to come into range. Like, I'm not going to shoot. Okay, which one are you shooting at? There are a couple guys you see with weapons. There are a couple. With, there are some with sort of melee weapons, some with pistols and whatnot. I'm utilitarian. I'm going to go for the one that I can hit. I, I'm, I'm not the warrior in the group. I will go for the ones that I can hit, not the ones that are advantageous to hit. Okay. So the easiest one to hit in front of me. Nice clean shot. Okay. Probably not near the guy. Give me a shot. That is a 28 on my <laughs> ballistic skill of 40. So, yeah, three degrees of success. Three degrees of success. Were you firing? Well, you're firing single, so. Calculate damage and give me a hit location. Damage is 1d10 plus 3, so that is a. Yeah, so 9. Awesome. One of them obviously lurches. You hit him well. The machine spirits have guided. Your holy round fired from your sacred pistol and pierced the evil enemy. I thank the machine spirits by lifting the, the gun uh, two inches, precisely two inches from my face <laughs> and blowing across the barrel. Blowing my face off. <laughs> I'm kissing the chigger like with my finger. <laughs> I'm first of all going to draw my sword, which I can do as a free action because I have quick draw. Yeah. I don't know how many quick draws you can do because I also want to ready a grenade because that's drawing a weapon as well. Just one. Just one? Yeah. Just one. There's a free. You, you can do any sort of free action to really. Okay. So, um, well, in that case, then. No, so, free action is draw my sword. Then I want to ready a grenade, which is a half action mm-hmm. anyway. And I also want to ready my um, clip drop harness. So I can attach it to the, to the top of this window so I can descend from this thing outside. With your third hand. And you might have one. Well, clip, draw weapon, draw down into a big pile of garbage. Thing. So yeah, got okay, so not necessarily in the order in which I presented them, <laughs> <laughs> but clip, draw, ready... And that's pretty much my go. <laughs> it turns out you actually just you put a hand grenade on the building. Oh wait! I'm trying to pull a pin out the grenade. Crash! Just... <laughs> the pin on this grenade is very long. It just keeps on coming. What's going on? Yeah. The grim dark clown. Yeah. <laughs> Dressed as a harlequin. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. So yeah, I'm basically running towards these things. With, I'm, I'm considering that I am probably the sort of more heavy duty of the groups. My sword is going to be a large chunk of metal with a bit of leather wrapped around one end and sharp along one edge. So a bit more of like a, a what's the sword? Big heavy chopper. Great sword. Play more. Uh, so, so, something like a big fucking sword. Yes. Yes. Sort of like a falchion. Okay. Just basically the execution like, falchion. Yeah. Basically, yeah, it's effectively just a big, heavy chunk of metal with a sharp edge, and because uh, you're a heretic. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's because I can swing it easily. <laughs> you might have drawn some symbols on it to <laughs> imbue it with a. Well, seen, seen, as, seen, as, seen as he hates mutants, it's got a circuit diagram etched along it. <laughs> uh, well, I was going to say, seen as you hate, you're not a fan of mutants. Um, this guy, another religious leader, is probably the only one who speaks any sense in his, uh, shall we say, 
accepting of my condition. Oh, I'm, um, I'm accepting of you, just not your condition. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> I didn't listen. You tried to like shave <laughs> off his scales. <laughs> keep trying it's to pray the mutant away. Let <laughs> <laughs> uh, every opportunity is splashing with holy juices. Four months. Four months. Drawing an on-off symbol on one of your plates just to see if it would do. Try and like to get you out of it by showing you a picture of mutant and then punching me in the head. Have you tried not being a mutant? <laughs> it's not a choice, damn it! <laughs> cornflakes, that's what you need. You need cornflakes. Need cornflakes. It's because you touched yourself too much. Yeah. Yeah. Were you thinking of the Emperor while you touched yourself? No? <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you consider totally that even more fault. of a sin. Uh, anyway. anyway. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm charging towards <laughs> these things and I'm basically just going to... The minute, the minute I'm... I'm getting basically close, so I'm just going to swing at the nearest guy. Okay, so you charge, you're about half the way towards them. I'm going to call that a surprise round, so Joe, again, what are you doing? So how high up am I? Probably about third, three stories, so about 18 meters. Um, I'm going to set one on No, fire. nine. It's a small... Nine, nine meters. So nine meters, and it can have some cover maybe? I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, there'll be edges and... Sweet. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set one on fire. Yay! Yeah, any um, particular one you're aiming at? Um, they seem to be some, you know, armed with with pipes and, and maces and various different melee weapons. And so it's spontaneous combustion. So I get plus ten to my will say willpower. So it's under sixty-five. A double. Oh, <laughs> oh really? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh. But it passes with about six degrees of success. So <laughs> what did bad you things happen. Eleven. To oh, both wow. you and the other guy. Well, we'll find out what happens to me. But first of all, so this guy, so I, I kind of raise my hand and draw fire around it and launch it for the guy that's nearest the shiny guy, basically, the nearest the okay. knight. And he takes 1d10 plus 4 damage. No penetration. 6, so 10 points of damage. No penetration. Just so he kind of bursts into flame. Is that what happens? Just damage. He doesn't like run around screaming. Or... You don't leave it if he's not enough. First into flame and keep running. Like, literally, like he's broken the freaking sound barrier. But he doesn't know what Echo is, so he's like, okay. It could be the case of if he was running fast enough, you wouldn't necessarily see the flame because he'd be running ahead of the flame point. Just like the DeLorean. I kind of imagine a bit like the DeLorean, so like a beam of fire shoots down, but it kind of stays there, and suddenly, like, reality begins to blow around it. Oh, bugger. Oh shit. <laughs> 95. Oh. <laughs> Throw so, with the dice somewhere. <laughs> so we're rolling on the perils of the wall. Oh. <laughs> First five minutes. Two. Oh, thank God. The gibbering. <laughs> the psyker screams in pain as uncontrolled warp uh, energy surged through his unprepared mind. He must make a willpower safe or be stunned for 1d5 rounds. Oh that shit! And I pass. It's alright, it's alright. <laughs> I'm fine! <laughs> Just a bit of a head rush. I'm <laughs> fine! <laughs> Just got that, that really annoying ice cream headache. <laughs> oh, that was really hot. Just trying to press your tongue through your mouth. Just, like, just like water in the ears. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I've been stood up this whole time with this sort of this beam of flame gone down, set this guy on fire, and everyone's looked up. And I immediately just like drop to the ground, just sort of bullets rain around me. <laughs> One of them just does the I want fire attack! <laughs> just bouncing around. 
this actually, because of your insane degrees of success, actually get, allows uh, the mysterious stranger to gain a few few feet on his pursuers. Ivy, was he? Did he, did he take a turn? The mysterious stranger just also took a turn. He, on surprise, he's running. Oh, he's he's coming towards now. Yeah. Okay. Um, well. <laughs> First tiger roll. Perils. Warp. Uh, Second. I guess I'll take a shot at the one closest to me then, or the okay. one closest to approaching him. Do you want to go for one of the wounded ones, the one on fire? <laughs> yeah, a wounded one. He's, okay. he's, had, he's had ten points of fire damage, so he's probably uh, feeling crispy. Okay. Yep, let's go. Or is he, is he, is he going to be stopping? Sure, he's not running after the guy. I wouldn't have thought sure. if he's on fire. He's, I mean, these guys are <laughs> really good. in the general direction. Like you said, in, 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 you've observed in combat before these guys. They're not unstoppable in any sense of the word, but they are unusually focused and unusually flippant about the danger they put themselves okay. in. So like in Borderlands or those games where they're just running no matter how much damage they're taking. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> so in one of the purest displays of his power, the Psyche ignites his enemies, burning them alive. The target's blood boils and flesh smoulders, and the Psyche... Psyche's rage reaches its pinnacle, the target's body begins to explode in blasts of ash and flame. So I imagine he's he's probably not feeling too good. He's dead. That's too cool a description. So he's dead. He's dead. He's so dead. but there's one that's wounded, isn't there? Yeah. Um, yeah. There's one of the gunners that's yeah, yeah. wounded, he's sort of towards the back a little bit, but he's Okay. Peppering. I'm I'm probably I'm still gonna go for the one that's closest I to remember there there are two of them who you tricked are now looking straight at you. Right, don't let them carry that one away. I've already cooked him! <laughs> He's ready for the pot. Ash, Ash makes good fertilizer. <laughs> Barbecue. Okay, and the ones that look straight at me are. There are two of the ones that were sort of hanging towards the back that got on the firearms. I'm going to move back towards, obviously, the door. We're not far from it, I think, anyway. Yeah. But take aim, sort of like a few steps, but take aim at the one that's closest to the, the mysterious okay. stranger. Yeah, ballistic skill. Yeah, so just under 50. 50 or under, do you say? 50 or under. Can you aim, if you aim first, as half an action, you get an well, extra 10. Oh, do you move? Okay, oh, so yeah, half, half an action to move. And then... So they're both half, half action actions, are they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm sort of around the doorway now, pretty much, I guess. Yeah. Are we? Is, is your aim to get into some sort of cover? Because there's rubbish, there's garbage, there's boxes, there's... My aim is to move closer to the cover, because we're guiding him into okay. the building. You know, not specifically to get out of the way, but to get to a place where I could... If necessary, next turn, run into emergency kind of thing. Or yeah. A bit of a crossfire, perhaps. Yeah. 39. 39, is that a success? Yep. Two degrees of success. Well, three. Okay. One for a success and two under three degrees of success. Roll for damage. It's over here on your weapon. Uh, 1d10 plus two. I want that one. I, I, looked I, at want, my, the, uh, I want the black one. <laughs> the black was the high roll. I, I looked at my weapon damage. Uh, six. And okay. it says 1d10 one one plus, plus or three. Six total. Uh, six total, sorry. Four uh, plus two. It said 1d10 plus three, and there's an I next to it. Because of the font, I thought it was a one, so I thought it was 1d10 plus 31. I thought, fucking hell. Oh. <laughs> Got the most amazing weapon in the world. Keep those damage dice. Well, this is the guy that just rolled 90, so let's hold on to him. You're rolling next round. Right. I might use these to roll damage. <laughs> yeah. So let's roll 97, come on. I am going to step into the cover of the, the door. I, I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to meta game and say I was always inside the door. I, I would have been outside to beckon this guy in. Um, okay. So are these guys actually bearing down on us? Yes, very much so. Okay. So I'm going but to he, move. The mysterious stranger is still closer to us than they are because yes. he's small. Yeah. I'm going to move um, like a step backwards just to get inside the door jam okay. and uh, fire from that cover. At the ones that are left, there's there's a there's a wounded. 
this huge hulking guy with this with this pipe with spikes. There's obviously sort of hand-beaten spikes coming in at just a few steps behind. Why did I call him a mysterious stranger? Our mysterious stranger. <laughs> then there's another Amen. one who's just just sort of taken a taken aback and a pause as the guy as the guy next to him burst into flames, screaming and boiling with his eyes popping. Uh, then there's about three guys just behind there who are still sort of peppering our fleeing possible ally. Bear in mind that I am running fire. towards the guys to basically provide some uh, uh, slowing down or whatever. I, I will be shooting at the people who seem to have been slowed down by not the person directly behind but the one the behind because I, I don't want to hit him but the one behind who's maybe a bit um, shocked at his friend bursting into flames and so probably isn't looking out for okay. weapons fire so we are looking at a 45 there which is a fail if it's, a, it's a flat roll isn't it because I, I moved it's in a flat roll yeah. yeah so my move was my half action mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah so that's a mess. Do you want to describe it? Come on, keep the role play up. I I I duck behind, raise raise my uh, extend my arm again, and 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 aim. And I'm momentarily distracted by the casual thought intruding from the skull that the additional carburization on that body might make it more susceptible to the implant of silicon. And then that thought stops, and I shoot. Hack. How close have these guys got now? What what range are they? They're in? still about fifteen meters, twenty meters out. Um, you're, you're you're at the door, aren't you? So no, I'm lights. I'm still you're at the top of the window. You realize you could have used the stairs by now about twice. <laughs> anyway, um, they're about twenty five meters out then. Uh, just double checking uh, in regards to the movement thing. How does that relate to this? Right. So it's really simple. Half is a half action. Yep. Full action. Charge and run. So when you run, you attract everybody's attention and they want to shoot at you and they get a bonus to shooting at you. Yeah. Uh, charge gives you a bonus to damage when you actually reach them for a melee attack. But mm-hmm. you have to go in a straight line for at least the last four meters. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say that falling is probably so does, does, does the number represent the meters? Yeah, meters. Every, everything is a, it's a metric game. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. So, sorry, and you said they're about... About, 50, about 25 meters away. So they're still massively out of range of me. Yes. I'm just going to launch the gas grenade, uh, uh, the smoke grenade at this point to provide a bit of cover. Okay. Oh, no, sorry. Um, do you want to do you want to street qu- level at some point? Well, no, because I'm... Well, <laughs> until they get close, I'm, I'm hooked up to me, me harness thing, so when they do get, I can drop down there quickly. And go this is going to be so cool when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> at the minute, they are so far out of my range, there's no point, and I just get shot at. So... So yeah, I'm quite high up as well, so I imagine that would give me a bit of extra range. Probably about with six the meters or so, yeah, second second story window. Yeah, plus ten to range. Okay. But that's three times your strength bonus is your range in throwing, so... Uh, my strength is 45. So they're out of range, you can't throw that far. Can I not? No. <laughs> 12 meters is a, is a smoke well, grenade, though. Well, it's probably going to still work, because you'll create cover. It's the point, yeah. Here, isn't it? yeah, but it's a stupid, dodgy, homemade smoke grenade with a blast of two... <laughs> <laughs> so sort of two meters, so about four meters square is what you can expect smoke to do. So, I mean, you could you could provide something for him to run through in a second, I guess. Okay, right, fuck it. I will descend and start advancing. <laughs> Try and cover some of the distance. <laughs> so it's six meters, and you're using the drop harness. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's an automatic success. Okay, drop, just give me a give me a D100 roll. Just to make sure. Malfunctions. Uh, 
59. Your drop harness does not malfunction. <laughs> Excellent. Otherwise, uh, oh, I'm going to say that's a half action. Do you want to run the other half action forward? Of course it did malfunction. I spent an hour blessing that down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, sh- I shall run forward, brandishing my sword and my useless, useless gas grenade. <laughs> Yeah. Grenades, every, everything you have, like when it comes to grenades, consumables, they are jury rigged. They are made. They, they will have, you know, if you're lucky, they're going to have little sort of like strikers. They won't have pins. They're, they are homemade pipe bombs. Yours is a repurposed Hoover logo. No, mine is actually a, a fungus pod, like a, a seed pod from a particular fungus that they use for brewing a hallucinogenic uh, alcoholic beverage. And the process draws all the uh, chemicals and hallucinogenics out of it. It leaves this kind of like dry, empty, hard husk, which, if you can then ignite the centre, gives off blooms of acrid smoke. Speaking of hallucinogens, when you invented this story? (laughs) (laughs) Three days ago. (laughs) Yurik! So, yeah, just advance on them as far as I can get, really. Okay, Thrin. Obviously, they're still running towards us. I've already run forward 16 metres. Yep. How far away are they from us now? The guy just behind our mysterious stranger is about six meters away. Right. The guy behind him, who's just been shot at and seen his friend caught on fire, is about two meters behind that. And then your other two are a good seven or eight meters behind that. The, so the, a charge the would work for you. Charge would work so on either of the first two. I'm going I'm to charge at the guy with the spiky staff. Okay. Want me a weapon skill? So my weapon skill is already 40, so it would be 60. Oh. 70. <laughs> As you run forward, charging with a bestial roar. I'm going to burn my die. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean quickly. Do you want to describe how you fail? Do you want me to? <laughs> You're properly it's good. Just... <laughs> it's the first roll of the night. <laughs> properly good. The roar alerts the already wounded scummer to your presence, and as you lift your huge, unwieldy weapon, he just deftly ducks beneath it. Okay, the stranger runs past you now. He's now sort of in the protective umbrella, limping. You just you actually notice a trail of blood as he passes by. The first of the of the guys at the back, the the, the, high, the hired guns takes aim at Ivy, pissed off that he's been fooled. He fires at you and misses. The second one raises his gun and fires, hits you. Make a dodge roll. Uh, so dodge is agility, yeah? Yeah, I want this for low, don't I? Go different dice for different things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ten. 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 Oh, actually, double zero. So is that, is that double zero or is that 100? Yeah, that's 100. That's 100. Yeah, so you can't you roll, roll a zero. Ten, ten on your ten. Oh, you can't roll ten. Yeah, you can't, you can't roll ten. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a crit uh, fail, is it? No, there's, uh, there's no crit fails. There's crit successes, thankfully. Okay. <laughs> so, so you've definitely been hit. You have definitely been hit for six points of damage. Is that just knocked off so wounds? Or you, you knock it off your wounds, but you minus your toughness bonus in your armor first. Toughness bonus. So you should have written down your. You should have automatically Seven. done your toughness bonus there. What's your What's your toughness? Toughness is not good. Three. Three. So you've got. Where did you get hit? You rolled a d100. I rolled, a, I rolled a 31, so reverse that number, so 13. So 13. So it doesn't that, matter right to you arms, critical right damage. Arms. Yeah. All right. Hit look at... Oh, yeah, right, 13. You've got, you've got six. Armor, sorry. Because he's got three. Oh, six, well, what's your toughness bonus? Three. Three. Okay, so that's that already includes his toughness bonus. Right, you, There's no armor you oh, can have to give you six yeah, at yeah. this point. 
Oh, so you take three points of damage. Take right. three points of damage. It looked like such a good roll. The blue dice is doing so bloody well. <laughs> <laughs> that should be your tens column. Okay. Thryn, the scummer who's sort of been dazed and confused, comes at you. He charges towards you. Yeah, charges towards you and swings. <laughs> and manages to miss you spectacularly. 92. Second scummer comes at you and hits roll. you. Do you want like a dodge roll? Or um, a parry roll? I'm going to go for parry because I'm, uh, like, I'm just swung at this first guy and missed him so I'm, I'm basically ready to come on the backswing. You're just so, going to go to complete circles. <laughs> well, the thing is, I was hoping to be in the, in the thick of them and just do like a scithing sweep. <laughs> well, there's no scything sweep on the strike yeah. table. You could suggest doing that. It'd probably just be a hard test, wouldn't it? It'd be an all-out attack. Yeah, all-out attack. Oh, it'd be an all-out, okay. Yeah. I could have done that then. Well, I would have done it if it had been in the thick of them. But anyway, so get a parry. Oh, I don't have an intending parry. Oh, never mind. So, do you have dodge? Um, I dodge do have and parry, dodge. I think, are the same thing. No, dodge and parry are they two separate of, things. They sort of work. Oh, no, parry is weapon parry, skill, yeah. skill, dodge is agility. Yeah. Um, weapon skill, I've got 40. But if you've oh, got it trained, actually... you, you can do dodge it at not minus 20. Remember, yeah. dodge, duck, dive, and dodge. Dodge, dodge duck, dip, dive, and dodge. Ah, sorry. <laughs> That's important <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, I'll, I'll take a dodge. So I'm just gonna like so it's sort of step back out of his surprisingly gracefully, hopefully. Great. Yeah. Okay, give me a roll. Sixty-eight. <laughs> there you go. Do you want to do fate point and then re-roll? Spend a fate point and re-roll. No, if I was gonna do that, I'd do it for the. Um... With your armor and stuff, you've got you won't take much damage. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm like a fucking for nine points of damage. Okay, so I minus whatever I have on here. So where's he hitting me? Again, I rolled a 27, so 72. Uh, left, left leg. Left leg. No, right leg. Okay. 72. Leg and leg. my oh, armor right. on that is 6. Jesus. So, so 3 points of damage. 3 points a of damage. natural armor. That skin is quite useful. Yeah. Top of the round. Gaius. Gaius, um, I'm going to throw a grenade at a, a, a group of them if they're close together. The two shooters at the back are close together. They're okay, right. they're going to have a grenade heading in their way. So I'm okay. going to pull out what looks like a, a glass... Uh, is it like they have glass down here? Like, what would be the equivalent? Whatever they find, really. Like yeah. Plastic, hardened plastic, filled with um, fungus ooze, which is known to be highly flammable and highly explosive. So I've got like a rag fuse on it, and you hope that it doesn't burn too quickly because if it touches the fungus juice, it's gonna okay. explode. Give me a roll of one d hundred for whether it works or not. It does. Sixty-five. Yep. Are you, more still, are you not still on the roof, roof though? Yeah. Are you even in range of these guys? Because they're still about like 20 odd. Oh, I thought I was right above them. Yes, he's Because I needed to get within 20 meters of the guys. Oh, okay. Missed that. And he's got a height bonus. You know, so that'll increase his range. So there was a. With the grenade, it was house ruled that if you rolled 92 plus. It explodes. Oh, right. So it doesn't explode in your hand, and then it's just to see whether it hits. Is it just ballistic skill? Yeah, it's ballistic skill. Can I aim? I probably can't aim because I'd light it first. Yeah. So, level four. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Take so that, motherfuckers! Lands right in between them, and just as it's about to hit the ground, shards of just bits of metal and rock and bone and everything you could shove in there just scythe in all directions. Stuck uh, in that damage. guy's fingers from last night. I reckon that's amazing. I'm going to reach those. That's what I call Sorry. giving up the fingers. <laughs> Just the middle ones. 
<laughs> and it down. does four plus. It doesn't do that much damage, actually. It does two. <laughs> it just to the ring finger. It does four six points of damage. We need these ones. <laughs> That's what we call guys. the shocker. No they are <laughs> stunned and bloodied and pissed. But definitely, definitely bloody. I'm up here! <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to start running back, like, like really obviously across the uh, trying to draw some fire. <laughs> Ivy, You're like this is fucking fungus juice. I just had this washed. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> nothing personal. Uh, while you're down there, can you grab that barbecue chap? <laughs> In fact, all three of them. We need all three of them. I love it that you're okay. This is hilarious. <laughs> Ivy, I, I'm so still undecided. What? About what? Would you give me any penalty for moving back into the building now? I'm so I'm so bad if I move back into the building and shoot from the window. What sort of penalty, if any, would I be talking to? But it's a it's not it's not a penalty. It's just half action, and you would have cover. Okay, so you I can do it. To aim. Yeah, I'm just gonna move and move in. Okay, who are you shooting at? Uh, who have we got now? <laughs> you have got two guys engaging him. Okay, uh, we thanks. So you'll be firing. You'll be firing into combat. So that'll be a minus twenty. Okay. If, if you fire at somebody who's you know, epically, you'll hit him. So you fire at somebody who's engaged in combat, so they like to be moving like this kind of melee. thing. Yeah. And, yeah. and then you have two guys further back who are probably still about 30 meters away from you. What's your range of your pistol? Uh, I have no idea. It'll be on the stats there where you wrote your pistol down. Uh, I don't think I've written it down. I'll go on the app. Oh. Think, uh, what sort of pistol do you have? It's an auto pistol. I've got it on the app. So It'll be 30. So they're just within range. Base range, so okay. Uh, is there anyone still chasing the guy that we're taking care of? Those? They, no, they both engaged they him. Oh, the guy with the staff decided to stop and... Oh yeah, they both swung at you. The first one missed and the second one hit you. Fair enough. But they're still engaged in combat in this round? Yeah. Okay, so the next closest one then. Okay, one of the guys that just got hit by a grenade. They're yep. having a bad day. Can you make it worse? Come on, lucky blow. No, 63. 63. Oh, re-roll. Use a fake point. We, we uh, lose them at the end of the session. Yeah, true. Uh, so I just knock a fake one up while we go. 93. <laughs> <laughs> Your gun jams. Mm-hmm. So is that half action or full action to unjam? Full action to unjam. Yeah, you have to go through the whole liturgy that I taught you. So basically, just next turn, if I want to unjam it, I miss a turn. Yeah. yeah. Elvis! Uh, okay, yeah, Elvis. Uh, so there's only two left. Yes. And you're now questioning, praying to your machine spirit, why? Why did it miss? How have you offended it? Mm. I'm going to take my half action to aim, okay. during which time I, 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 I say, O oh, gentle machine spirits, this slowly compile of the Emperor beseeches thee, and I pull the trigger. At one of the gunmen, or in the combat? The gunmen are pretty safe to hit, because they're yeah. not, yeah, so I'm going to go for the gunmen. That is a 38 on a 40 plus 10 for aiming, yeah? Yep. Plus for aiming. So that's a 50, so that's uh, three degrees of success. Three degree, degrees of success only matter with firearms when you're firing on semi auto or full auto. Okay, cool. Awesome. So nice, I, I hit him and it is. He attempts to dodge and fails miserably. And for how many points of damage? Uh, so that's nine, 12 points of damage. Oh! Where did he hit? Uh, well, 93 would left be left leg. Left yeah. leg. Give me. The seventh level of crit damage on left leg for impact. With a nasty crunch, the leg is broken and the target is left mooling and mewling in pain. He is stunned for two rounds and falls prone. The mm. leg is useless until the target receives medical attention. I've kneecapped him. Basically, you have kneecapped yeah. his ass. And he is, when you poke the badgers, 
the badger's bite. <laughs> <laughs> Don't poke a sleeping badger. Hack. I ready my gas grenade. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're still at the top of the building. No, 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 no. He jumped down. He jumped down, he jumped down and started to, uh, started to started to run forward. Although, would it be possible that he's still attached to the building and starts to run forward? <laughs> 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 I'm prepared to run forward. Does they have an auto release? That's a question we never Give answered. Me an intelligence roll. <laughs> um, okay. Any kind of modifier on it? No, just a straight <laughs> intelligence roll. Uh, well, you're smart enough to remember to detach yourself. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to roll below 30. Then again, this is something you do all the time, so it's cool. Uh, oh. 87! So no, oh, I do no. not. Reroll, <laughs> so reroll, re fate point, fate point, fate point, fate point, fate point, Spend a fate point. Uh, yep. This, this is the kind of thing when you talk about you know, collaborative storytelling. <laughs> Hopefully, sometimes it'll be cool as well as just comedic. Okay, yeah. so re-rolling and um, eighty-four oh! again. How many fake points you got? Wow! You can only do it once. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm sprinting full pace because because I if I've been left behind by these guys because my masterful plan kind of failed and I just go as the uh, the cord pulls tight. So, so, so we get like like immolation and this big beefy guy wailing in and just soaking up all the damage and then the sort the the the, the so what you see is grab onto the guy running towards us and then as you're like pulled back you pull him what did you call it? yeah I kneecap a guy come out with a cool one liner and just as I finish it's <laughs> you are now prone fair enough I I kind of wish I'd taken the loop up the thing which allows me to. Stand up for f- as a free action. I never did. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Kip up. Friend. Okay. Kip one of the rolls for all so, out attack. All out attack. Give up this round's evasion reaction to gain 30 weapon uh, skill. Ooh. So my weapon skill is 40, so that's 70. I have to roll below. Mm-hmm. 51. Three degrees of Basically, success. It's really good for calculating degrees of success because later on you will get a lot of like feats that give you multiple attacks and then so full auto weapons semi-automatic weapons fury of blows things like that and that's where your degrees of success matter mm-hmm. okay so roll for damage uh, so my damage is 1d10r it said in the book I don't know what the r stands for rending so four what's your strength bonus three seven which is right, give me fantastically three. disappointing where would you hit him right arms right arm give me Four critical damage on the on the arm in rending. The attack flays the skin from the limb, filling the air with blood and the sounds of his screaming. The target suffers two levels of fatigue and falls prone. The arm is useless for one d10 rounds. Harsh. So you peel a guy. Basically, yeah. Basically, it, it hits and it just slides along Down the bone. bone. Just just hits the shoulder bone. Oh yeah. Grab the skin for crackling. <laughs> 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 we're gonna get a reputation <laughs> both of the higher guns just pissed off at this little imp on the top of the roof fire at you aiming while they do it but you're were you running along the rooftops yeah. isn't one of those kneecap no no the ones I said oh yeah, were, yeah, yeah one, one of the, one of the higher guns is kneecap yeah. oh he's out he's too isn't he? he he's out he's gone so the one remaining <laughs> <laughs> who's just had his buddy 
his buddy's knee explode after an awesome one-liner and may have not quite seen the hunking of um, Hack yeah. as he oh. <laughs> now, normally folded myself in two. I just, I just imagine it's like, um, was it Bath when they're in Spaceballs when they, they crash the they crash into the desert and he sort of tries to get up and he's still wearing his seatbelt. He goes, "Oh, that's gonna leave a mark." Uh, it's more of a, because because the harness is kind of like round the waist. Uh, lay stop, the it's basically <laughs> I, I fold in half going forward. So it's like, so the, so the legs, the le- legs shoot out in front of me. The body falls forward. You know, um, yeah, at this yeah. point, you guys notice it, it, you're kind of used to this. But in any in, in any other fight with any other gang, these guys would have turned tail and run a long time yeah, ago. We've done a lot of damage here. It's because they want the toast to be tasty yourself. one. <laughs> and and indeed, you you've actually never seen this many guys of these guys all in one place fail. This is the first fight of this this size these guys have probably ever lost simply because of their tenacity even if they take huge casualties the enemy will always run so this is very unusual why are we shooting at him so just to give you an idea of the things i would get pluses and bonuses for he's running which means he's a blatant target so that's plus 10 for them but he's three floors up so he's got disadvantage to shoot so kind of evens itself out but when you're shooting from a height think about these things if you want to from cover you get extra armor if they're shooting at you things like that Pluses and minuses, bonuses. You're constantly looking for advantage, way to twist things to your advantage, twist the environment. 25, he hits. Make a dodge. No, you can't dodge, you're running. Well, I'm running dodging. Runs like an all out move. It's yeah. like an all out attack. It's an no, all-out no, no, no. Well, I'm not running then because I, 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 I threw a grenade, so I can't. Okay, so you're just moving. So make a dodge roll. 55. I'm trained at 10. What is it? Agility. Agility. I've got 50, so I'm oh, 5 over. Fail. Fake point, fake point, fake point. You've got them. Oh, yeah. Fine. I fake point. I can just take 10 off the ten off it, can't I? You have to declare that before. No, you can, it says you, you can do it any time. The 10? It says at any time okay. you can use a fake point. These are insanely powerful. I'm going to do like a, a, a roll. And a jink. And... Ha! <laughs> take that, you mook. Like, oh, no, you got no, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, that wasn't my go. Oh yeah, it was your go. go. That was my go. Uh, the other, everybody else is bleeding. <laughs> I have one scummer still on his feet. Then I engage with you. <laughs> he rolls a seven. <laughs> okay, he hits. Make a make a dodge. I don't know what I've just rolled there. Seventy. Seven. No, seven. 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 Yeah, because that's my yeah. hundred. No, wouldn't that be 107? Yeah. No. No. No, it's yeah, it's all zeros. It's only 100 when it's all zeros. Okay. Oh, right. Okay. So, yeah, seven. Uh, so, I think I win. In a moment of brilliance, yeah. a, a blow you just do not think you're going and you intercepted by sitting able. on him. <laughs> <laughs> you dodge out of it. Equally skillfully dodge out of the way of a very skillfully delivered blow. I'm just seeing your character's Snorlax. I don't know if that. Anyone? Pokemon? I was no. thinking it was Ludo from the Labyrinth. <laughs> three and three. Guys. Um, uh, who's, so who's standing? There's one in combat with you, and is there someone else? There's who's one who just shot at you, there's one that's been kneecapped, there are the shooters at the back, there are two guys, well there's one guy still engaged with him, and the other is on the floor. Okay, half, half, a, half a action to draw my, what's it called, stub revolver. Is he within 30 metres? 
Are you shot fire? Shot, have you? No. <laughs> yes, they're all within 30 meters. Um, Do I have action to bless it properly? Oh, no, fuck it. He's going to be set on fire. No one shoots at me. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be set on fire with it's, a revolver. No, you draw the no. revolver, think, oh, God, I've got to say those prayers now. And then, oh, oh, fuck it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I get, no, I'm going to point the revolver at him, but actually cast spontaneous combustion. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Plus ten for that cool cinematic moment. So I get with spontaneous blue combustion. I get plus ten anyway. So it's um, plus twenty. Plus twenty. So I roll under seventy-five. Thirteen. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, this guy. I, 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 so, so now I was planning degrees. to use this, this combat was aimed low, so I could plan how to gauge future ones, and I'm gonna have to make them a lot harder. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is, so there's only so that's the second to last guy down. So he takes um fate point and rerolling that damage. <laughs> Not doing one damage. Five plus four, so nine damage. Nine damage. What type of damage is it? Flame damage. Is there a flame in there? Any impact table? Uh, I'm to say with the um, seven so, degrees of success. Well, there, there are fire weapons. There's flame throws. Yes, there uh, is. Yeah, there should be a flame. What kind of flame? Oh god. <laughs> The target is completely encased in fire, melting his skin and bursting his eyes like superheated eggs. He falls to the ground, a lifeless corpse, blackened and charred with horrid burns. Damn, the eyeballs are the best bet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Thren, keep that one alive! That's the last one, isn't it? No, yeah. Well, there's two alive. One on the floor, just sort of like with half his arm missing. There's Mr. Kneecap, and there's... Oh, never mind! Armless. The, the armless one. <laughs> he's, suffered, he's, he's bleeding at the moment, so he might so, not live. So, so they are not in combat anymore? <sighs> Mr. Kneecap's still in combat. He was stunned for one round, so he's going <laughs> back. Uh, he suffered two levels of fatigue and three rounds of stun. Mr. Kneecap's the one that also got hit by... Frank, <laughs> I'm yeah. the name. Not doing too well. Ivy. I'm starting to think now Mr. Decap uh, is actually his, his actual name. <laughs> it's a horrible uh, coincidence. Uh, <laughs> his favourite torture technique. Uh, so, the irony. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I went for it. I'm just going to unjam my gun. Hmm? I'll just unjam your gun. I'm just unjamming. Just After this combat, <laughs> steal, a cup, steal at least one other guy's gun, because if your gun jams, you just have another one. Yeah. Yeah, I When it comes to it, I think we should have a standard off where if we get in a fight and lay out, we should just fucking loot, get loot the bodies. Yeah, or we'll just drag them all back to home base for reasons. Um, and then, and then let's just go break, <laughs> so, just unjam as much as uh, you can. So you could just say, if you, the you guy, jam, drop it, just use it. Presumably outside of combat, unjamming guns is like a free action oh, yeah, because yeah. you just you wouldn't do that. It's tech based. Yeah, you, you would just give it to me. Um, I've taught you a thing by rote that you do, do to unjam it. So you go through a technical knock. Uh, yeah, I can do a technical knock. Yeah, yeah but I can do it to anyone within sort of arm's reach. So yeah, it's I can do percussive maintenance on it. I can just go buff, like, and just hit it, and it'll be unjamming half of around. Just make sure you let anything go If I was in combat and he could, I was directly next to him, he could do that as a free action, could he? Or... No, that's a half action. Half action. Okay. On my go. If he's. And you can do it to someone else if you're. If I'm running really right near them. Yeah, yeah, it's like. Within a meter, I guess. From my perspective, kneecaps is just coming around. The chap with the armour, what's his disposition right now? He's really bad. He's still... No, the chap with the armour. Armour? The, the guy who was running away from all the bad guys. Yeah. Mystery man. He's just in front of you. Almost reached he's the door. Just in paper. <laughs> Almost reached but the door. But he looks like he's ready. He looks like he's about to collapse. <clears throat> uh, the last I... few metres, he's just been slowing down 
but he's just barely been able to put one foot in front of the other. I care not about the man in the armour, but I do care about the armour, so I'm going to protect it, and I'm going to stride out, and I'm going to um, walk towards Kneecap. Okay. Well, at the, the, the slowest rate I can. I'm basically, I'm just going to go and coup de grace. Okay. Hack. Do I do it? Do I manage it? And Well, Kneecap's like 20 metres away. <clears throat> 20 metres away. Yeah, he's, he's one of the shooters way back in the back. Okay, so I'm going to use half a move to stand up, uh, and then I'm going to use a free action to dust myself down and <laughs> unhook myself from this thing. It's like nobody noticed. Just yeah, it's, it's all fine. Yeah, it's all all part of the plan. And then I was contemplating throwing my smoke grenade so I could cry in the in the centre of the plume of smoke without people seeing me. But please wait till the combat's finished and then throw the smoke grenade. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, there's there's only really the guy. Yeah, so there's only the guy with his knee now, isn't there? So there's the guy with his knee and, and the guy who's had half his arm filleted. There was two guys with me. There's, there's one guy on the floor who's got like half his right arm missing from the elbow yeah. to the shoulder, and the other guy who's just taken a swing at me and missed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I will use the rest of my mm-hmm. um, half movement to move up a further four meters to one of these guys, and I still think I'm massively out of range. Why not just charge? Uh, because I've only got half an action left. Charge is a full action. Okay. And standing up is half an action, so yeah. Three. This guy just swung at me and missed. I'm, I'm going to say he took a chip out of one of my plates, so although I felt it, he did no damage. Just going to turn and just like swing around with sword and try and remove parts. Uh, well, standard attack is half, and he says for melee, aim... Can you make two standard attacks? Just says, no. type varies, subtype concentration. There says, are other melee skills for this. Okay, yeah, so I'm gonna say, let's go with a, a lightning attack then, just because it's. I've just felt his sword chip uh, one of my armor plates. Yeah, lightning attack is basically going to... It gives you a minus 10 to weapon skill, but every degree of success you get is an additional hit. Yeah, so I'll go with the lightning attack. Well, isn't the swift attack better? Plus, plus zero weapons or minus and additional hit for every two degrees uh, I'd say considering what, what I'm effectively doing is reacting to him just catching me with the tip of his blade I'm gonna, it's probably going to be a swift attack it's going to be just a quick spinning around and chopping into him sort of thing so okay. eight <laughs> um, my weapon skill is 40 so that's three degrees of success or is it four? It's four. Four, four degrees of success. You get, you get one degree for succeeding. Excellent. So okay, three so hits. Three hits. So I've literally... Where is, so eight. So where, where is that actually, hit? Actually, is it, is it five? Because you get one succeeding and then four, three, two, one, zero. <laughs> it's five degrees of success. Eight so you hits. get four hits. You get four oh, hits. Oh, fuck me! Eight hits in the head. So I'm just going to turn around. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> just turn this guy into just a slice melon. I want to see this. roll off the damage, but I'm just going to... So it's one, one additional hit for every two degrees of success. Yeah, so I've got... Was it three, four degrees of success? So, so you like get two five hits. degrees of success. So you get so three, three hits. Three hits. Three hits total. Three hits. <laughs> just smack. Smack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. I'm going to say, I'm gonna say my reaction then is to turn around and rather than hit with the blade, I'm just going to punch with the pommel. <laughs> and just like... <laughs> so we should not have come here! <laughs> so we're having head suit for tea then, are yeah. we? <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to spin around and full force with the pump with the pummel. Right. So uh, damage will be four, eight, ten, plus three times your strength modifier. Fuck me. And no fucking. Sixteen. Sixteen damage. Sixteen damage. 
I just want I just want to see what this does. Can we roll the crit table for the head, please? <laughs> just please. With a sound not unlike a wet sponge being torn in half. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> flies free of its body and sails through the air, landing harmlessly. 2d10 meters away with a soggy could it, could that, it, That's, that's uh, lunch, guys. That's lunch. Away. <laughs> could it, could it land in the lap of... Spews, the target's neck spews blood in a torrent, drenching all those within 1d5 meters, forging each to make a challenging agility test. Uh, there's nobody actually make next to me apart from, apart from the guy on the floor who's already down, right. so agility test. So it's four, God, it's 40, 4, 45, and I roll a 62, never mind. You fail? So I'm covered in blood and... You suffer a <laughs> minus 10 to your next weapon or ballistic skill as gore fills your eyes and fouls your vision. Actually punched his head off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could the head land in um, Kneecap's lap? It's effectively flown nine metres. So I, will, I, will, I will spend the fate point to make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> my, my last fate okay, point. And also, pull a block to see if you've got any in your eyes, an open court, or <laughs> swallowed any of it. Yeah. The skinned guy in kneecap. There, there are two very, yeah. very badly injured people. Well, let's drag him into the barbecue. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Interrogation and gourmet all at the same time. <laughs> so, kneecap guy. Kneecap will just about be coming round this round. And guy with the arm has another round of where he's I think that useless. Was, that was, was that not the second round where he was stunned? It was two yeah, rounds? That was the first round. Oh, right, okay, cool. Okay. Are, there, are there any civilians that we might need to deal with? Because we don't want these gloom, whatever they're called, haunts, knowing that we did this. And so maybe we need to see if we can kill the well, civilians. You, you, <laughs> the civilians here are our guys. Oh, okay. Oh, it's our and you're at war yeah. with the gloom haunts. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we want them to know you, that they did this. You've been killing them on yeah. off. Up, up the morale. Oh, let's just nail them all to the front stage then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once well, we're done with them, obviously. Yeah, Reaver style, just like. We'll, we'll nail parts of them. <laughs> the scrawny ones. Door being yeah. blood, door being blood over the doorway. <laughs> no, we're gonna. We're gonna we're keep dark with comedy. We're keeping them for food. We got a fridge. We need to. We need to get a fridge. Uh, uh, what's a fridge? Pickle them in some sort of fungus <laughs> juice. Smoke them. Uh, <laughs> I think you've already smoked them. them. Where are we? Are we? Are we still in initiative? There go. If, if we are, then it's there go. Yes, there. Too much blood and gore. There's blood and gore in the GM's eyes. That's why I can't think. Prone one just in desperation pops off a quick shot. He's injured and barely can move, and he misses horrifically. The other one's unconscious. So, um, guys, so that's it. And apart from kneecaps, everyone's then out of combat. Kneecap okay. and kneecap still in combat. Just. Oh. Not doing very well. Okay, chaps, we've uh, succeeded in taking out these bloody gang members. Whatever now, um, I think we take them into the church and make some lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like there was something senior. Let's take them into the pew. Hang on, I need, I, I'll be down in a minute. Let's let's talk to this shiny chap as well. Be down in a minute. And I'm going to try and get into the church to get down. To get to get the proper robes on. Just as you approach uh, the armored the armored stranger, he c- just collapses, unconscious. Let's get his stuff. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. yeah, yeah. One more for lunch. Um, so I, what do you do? I, 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 I'm going appro- to approach Kneecap. I'm going to assume that he's conscious. Barely. Um, I'm going to uh, sort of 
uh, Don't place, kill place, him! place my gun to his temple, and I'm gonna reach for his weapon. He was he was a, a shooter, wasn't he? Yeah. So I'm gonna reach for his gun. I'm gonna take it, and then I'm going to start the business of hauling people back. So uh, okay. in particular, so I'm training a weapon on his head. So if I miss and I blast his head off, I, that's that's fine by me. Okay. Will of the machine guns. Yeah, absolutely. It wasn't me. It was it was the it was the the ghost in my revolver. Uh, as you lay hands on him and as he sort of fades from consciousness, he just starts convulsing violently and f- foam comes out of his mouth and he dies. Bastard. What about okay, the guy that's skinned? We've got the, uh, <laughs> the guy that was skinned that's unconscious. Yep, and the guy whose head are punched off. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think he's going to... Thrin's just say much though. Thrin's gonna just grab. You realize that for the, for the first, this is the first time you've actually been able to examine any of the mm-hmm. gloom haunts dead. They almost always stick with the battle till they draw them back. It's, it's obviously this has been a. They've never committed themselves to an attack in this this way to the point where they just okay. all dead. I'm gonna uh, thought we. They always come back for the dead. I'm gonna make a telepathic link with the last living guy and try and read his thoughts. Now it basically says the higher the psychic rating of the power, the more secret of the information. I have psychic rating one. So I can't get surface thoughts. Yeah, I can't get anything particularly special, but hopefully I'll be able to get something. Probably roll a double. Five. Five. Very good. And I, so it's minus ten, so it's five out of forty five, so that's four degrees of success. Five so degrees of good. success. All of his surface surface thoughts, all of his immediate thoughts are open to you. All of his immediate motivations. Which are all... Oh, my arm! My arm! <laughs> Fucking hell, my arm! He's like, ah, oh, peaceful, floating, I can't feel myself. He's nearly blank. He's having dreams about peeling potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> he, you, you sense imperatives in his head, orders that were given, and that, that he had a mission. That this mission was above all, was important above all else. But that's about all you get out of him. There's none of the usual sort of fucking drinking thoughts of a, of a gang member. It, it, it's literally just, just mission-oriented. So we need to very find basic. out about this shiny guy. Yeah, he's unconscious. I'm gonna uh, sort of t- you know two arms underneath the um, uh, underneath kneecaps armpits and start dragging him back and just call to the other ones. Who's the the actual strongest person on the ground here? Um, my strength is four. Guess would be thirty-five. Uh, I'm strength is what. 45. Yeah. No, my, my strength is 35. Oh. Huh. Uh, my strength is 45. 30. Mine is low. So no, it's, you're basically the strongest. So I'm, I'm going to um, call to Hack and say, get the armour inside. Can we uh, break open the barbecue and invite the local community around? Can we raise some of our influence by having a, a bit of a fate? <laughs> you know, a street, street party. Well, the well, Emperor has provided. Well, we we must provide in return. So, yeah. yeah. Going to start ringing the temple bell. Very much find that that nobody wants any of this. They are too afraid of the gang war. They are too afraid of the gloom haunts. The gloom haunts have been the boogeyman. They have no idea what it's going to be when we serve it to them. <laughs> Fair enough. Jerky. Who wants jerky? Yeah, it's, it's a new kind of fungus we found. It's very meaty. So you sort of you, you, you okay? Fine. You, you, cool. you guys have have <laughs> your sort of almost Don Corleone. Reputation in the neighborhood. Mm. People you you like like you, and the people that don't like fear. We you. take care of our own. The, the guy taking armor. I know in ca- uh, the guy wearing the armor. I know in character. We don't have a clue really what he's wearing or who he is. And everything. Yeah. Character. Car- car- what is it? Power armor. What is it? Uh, it, it it's high grade carapace. It is. It, it's not quite gilt because it's very very toned down. It's it's all matte black. When you get close to it though, you see the intricate detail 
with which it's it's finely wrought with symbols you don't understand. Etched. Yeah. Can we assume that we've got everyone in? We don't have the mechanics yeah, of yeah, yeah. people in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm immediately going to. Yeah. So I've, 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 I've dragged the bodies. This is this is gone past the joke and just they, gone to some. They are twenty five to cook the body. Yeah. They are cooking the bodies. <laughs> I am. I, I've been sweating over the arms since is, I saw it. Actually, a uh, what am, what's what I'm looking for? There's it's actually a profession. Isn't it? So. Oh, you would roll cook at minus 20 versus your intelligence skill. Oh, <laughs> so the food is shit. Failed, this tastes yeah. like crap. On a, on a sort of, on a loot, can I take like a gun of equivalent quality to what I've got? Is that a... Like, yeah, it's a, a freebie. Sort of poor quality auto guns, stub revolvers. So I, the stub I, revolvers will be at standard quality. It's the only thing that's common that you guys can actually make. If you imagine sort of like, you know, cowboy, the big heaviest of the cowboy pistols. That sort of thing. What armor have they got? Um, they, they'll just have gang leathers, high blood, things take, you've seen. I can take a second auto pistol then. You can take a second. Uh, Poor quality auto pistol. Yeah, same as this one. Yeah. Uh, any ammo with that? Yeah. Roll yeah. for it? I or? tend not to keep track of ammo. That is one thing. Right. Unless, okay, until you get fancy ammos, yeah. I don't track ammo. It's just annoying. So we assume that we can make ourselves yeah. or we can procure track it from. Track reloads. That's important for combat. So track, yeah. track, track spent ammo. Okay. Just do that yourself, because reloading is a part of the game. And uh, how, how much does the auto pistol hold, did we say? Six. Six. So, I, so I've The revolver holds six, the auto pistol, I don't oh, know. Okay. <clears throat> but, but I can reload now on a freebie, can I? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It doesn't make it, yeah. Could I make uh, a tech roll to inspect the armour and sword and all of this guy's stuff? Yeah. Mm, minus 20 to the tech roll. I will be to using my... I'll be using my tools. Okay. Uh, which I've got, which is uh, the big toolkit, uh, which should, <laughs> fit, should actually fit on. Yeah, I'm using my penis to do this. Uh, is it should sort of fit on a key ring, really? But I've had to put it all together myself, so it weighs about ten kilos. Yeah, um, it's just like rolls upon rolls. Like all, all of my stuff, all of my the robes, the, the black and white robes that I've put myself into. Got individual priest. pockets with all different. Absolutely, like a dead yeah. dog and a fat baby. Just <laughs> yeah, on on the front they're like a, a sheer white, like unbroken, but on the back it's all pockets. Almost like a stole, I suppose, like two strips of white coming down. So I'm sort of you know, getting the spanners out, getting all this stuff out, and uh, that will give me a plus twenty. So that's a still up, that's a flat then, is it? It's a flat. It's a flat, and tech uh, is intelligence. Yep. And I have that trained. Tech use or tech use? Yeah. Um, so again, flat or is trained plus ten. Uh, I'm just trying to see if there's anything else. I got a 20, plus twenty on tech use on unfamiliar um, device. But I have a relevant forbidden law specialization. Just, just My specialization is archaeotech. No. Okay. Uh, so 78. I'm going to spend a fate point. And 98. <laughs> the armor actually shocks you when you touch it and inspect it. As in damaging shock orders. Not damaging shock, but you. You uh, angered uh, the machine spirits. Absolutely, absolutely, and rightly so. Uh, oh my God, is, is, you, is you're more angry mind? with yourself than the other, presumably, <laughs> if you've angered the spirit. And yeah. I would say you are convinced that anyone who, who bears this much holy technology must be holy. Well, I, I do not care about the man in the armour at all, but I see the armour as holy relics that must be protected. And so I immediately clear the area around them, and I mark... Um, symbols upon the ground around it, and I <laughs> begin my night long vigil and prayer. Can I make a tech check? Um. <laughs> uh, you can. You also are con- conscious, 
cognizant of the fact that this guy's probably bleeding to yeah. death. I thank Brother oh, Dias for his gift I, of meat. I was going to say, I was going to say next, I do have uh, medical knowledge. I thank Brother Gaius for his gift of meat, however I must fast to show my devotion to the mission um, spirit. Watch your intelligence to go that. Put it in the front. Uh, 40. Um, flesh is weak, but the metal is strong. I've got mm. Medicaid at 45, so do you... Yeah, it's not ever going if I don't succeed, you have a go, I guess. Do you or? both have Medicaid? Yeah. Yeah, can we work One together? One can assist the other for a plus 10. Okay. Right, so, so 45 plus 10 is so 55. 55. So, yeah, um, Thryn and Ivy were just going to be like, yeah, invading his holy circle and just being like, but, 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 but. No, 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 you do not come in my holy circle. Uh, no. We're just going to ignore you. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to physically stop you and say, you must not This is probably disturb. before. This would be while you were looking at the armour and stuff, because if you think, you looked at the armour and it failed, and then you've made this holy circle, so mm. this would be them. As soon as we dragged them in, they're going to do Medicaid, surely. Okay, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. After, after all the trouble we've just gone to to save this guy... If, if they fail... They get shot. Uh, That's, that is happening. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would say to you, you've already angered them. They're the god of this machine or whatever, you know. You, need to you know nothing. Let us, okay, okay. You know nothing of the mystical arts. Are you just yeah. You know nothing. Has potato you know peel arm man? <laughs> Has potato peel arm man? Are we getting conscious yet? Can you do a bit of first aid on, on him as well? Because if we want to ask we, him well, something. Yeah. 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 Deal with what we're doing now. Uh, nope. I need 55, got 63. Actually, let's do it. Let's do it. I don't want that. 54. 55, we only had. Oh, we had 55, didn't we? Yes. Yeah, so 54. One degree of success. He's now stabilised. The man in the armour. The man yeah. in the armour is stabilised. Did you ever go on the guy you want to see? I completely blame you for interrupting and saving this useless flesh pocket inside. Squishy flesh bag! At least you won't get any blood on the machine now, though. Hmm. I thank you for your. <laughs> Good. Right, Thrin's going to try and stay If he soils himself, though. I'm going to try and bring him round. Can, 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 I give him, um, can I give him my plus 10, then? Yeah. yeah. You yeah. can use my plus 10. Yeah, so I'm going to try and bring him round. So I have to roll under 40, and I get 33. It's not very role players, but you can use my plus 10. So, bringing him round, and I get two... two. The instant he regains <laughs> consciousness, he begins convulsing like the other guy, foaming at the mouth, and dies. Oh. For fuck's sake! That's two degrees of success, fucking hell, yeah. if you failed. Hang on, let's see if his teeth is going to need poisoning. Maybe we could use it. What What parts of him have you cooked? I haven't cooked it. Uh, any of them, yeah. Any of them, yeah. <laughs> so what are you Just doing? Are you the brisket. Are you? <laughs> is there a human brisket? <laughs> I've got I've got them. I've set up like a rack. I'm going to bleed them all. Is okay. I don't know. I, I failed my chefing role, so I've got no idea. So I'm coming up with <laughs> things that I've seen. Squirrel bites. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and make a nice fit here, and I'm just like hacking it into pieces. I'm constantly <laughs> using his swift attack. <laughs> when you get round to the, the head, you know, I assume you sort of start yeah. chopping the hair off because you know, even if the 25, you know, hair isn't very tasty. You We've only got a top knot, so that's, that's what I'm holding it by over the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> or, or to slit the throat. Under the top yeah. knot, you, you, you feel something metallic at, sort of, at, the, at the top of the skull. Oh, interesting. I need a knife, or... They're going to start hitting it against a rock. <laughs> clang, 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 clang! <laughs> I think it's made of metal, chaps! 
But what is it? Not a machine. Uh, I'm, I'm still in the corner. You, yeah. You're trying to concentrate. You hear this like clang, 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 clang. Bang this. I'm just, I'm just sort of, I'm sort of waving my hands in a very sort of specific manner, kind of tracing out a line in the air, um, and and just sort of mumbling to myself, "Oh, gentle machine spirit, this gentle compound you have to teach us to." I watch the videos of somebody in the hacienda. You know. yeah. Whether there's any skill, you, you just, you just keep sorry. bashing this ponytail until all the skull sort of <laughs> crumbles away and the brains fall out. And go, Ooh, brains! I bet they taste good. And you, you're left with this That's sort right. of this sort of spike. It sort of comes out. It's it's it's, it's just just sort of a rough, just mechanical thing with sort of blinking lights on it, and then just just sort of tendrils and, and wires and crap that were obviously sort of top knot. Yeah, it was attached to the skull, hidden by the top knot, and you, the, the tendrils just sort of, the brain just sort of sloughs off all of these wires that were obviously embedded into the brain. Oh, this <clears throat> is not going to oh, cook yeah. very well! <laughs> just throw it out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Wi-Fi, aye? There's something in their head that's not very edible, just throw it out. I'm I'm completely absorbed this. If you want me to look at this tech, you're gonna to have to tap me on the shoulder. <laughs> okay, it's, I've thrown it out the window. So it's if these guys make a perception. Well, check. I, I'm continuing to be useless by being in the corner trying to figure out what my auto release on my harness. <laughs> <laughs> Just tinkering with it, going. I'm sure this. Well, should two poles should have done this. <laughs> Meta, because right. you never said you had an auto release. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to roll a perception and see if I, if I spot him throwing this out the window. I, I probably won't plus go very well. Plus 20, cause, plus 30, because he's making such a racket okay. in this sort of doddery, so, old, extremely so, grimdark kind of way. So, 43. Um, so that's well under 63. So you notice, you, you notice this, this whole process of him just sort of bashing ahead. It's just getting gore everywhere. And then as he lifts it up to sort of... The, the brain slothing off this technological thing. Cool. It's like some sort of incidental so, character in a Studio Ghibli film. So I've, <laughs> yeah. so I've seen this. Can I just uh, can I can I just take it as a, as a whatever to just like well, rip? He's, he's throwing it out the window. No, so. no. So but there's the guy who yeah. I've just been telling. Can I just like rip it out the back of his head? Uh, give me a strength check plus twenty. So fifty-five, and I roll eighty-eight. Then no, it, it, would, you, would you damage, like it? You, you sort of you, you break off some of it and it comes away in your hand. It, it's a fairly delicate little bit of sort of you know, it's not it's not ridiculously robust this piece of. Equipment. Can I punch his head to see if I can crush his skull and make it easier to extract? Sure, you crush it with the pommel of your weapon and cool. it comes off. You can you, why don't I can medically med, try medicate try and surgically remove it. No, <laughs> not, my style. not my style. You're on three corpses out of seven, so <laughs> you're dead. Well, out of twenty, technically, because we can always go outside and pick up more. True. Mm. Yeah, we brought them all we, in. We brought them all in. That would have taken us at least an hour, I reckon. Twenty corpses. Okay, fine. I've got no problem. Like twenty like corpses. Yeah, yeah. There was twenty. No, there's twenty guys originally chasing the thing. He was killing a lot of them. We killed the last. Yeah, we've piled them up into a kind of like interlocking logging log cabin structure. Feed them to the fungus. We need to need to name the fungus. Jeffrey. Jeffrey, Jeffrey the fungus. I think you should be called after my, my childhood fungus, which was Fred. Fred? And that, that, is, that isn't even in character, that was my real fungus pet I had as about a seven year old. Do your parents not it's, give you it's, toys? It's called a No, I, I kept it in a jar and I used to feed it different kinds of cheeses and it would change colour depending on what I fed it because I didn't understand how moulds worked. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> Do we auto heal at the end of a session or not? Like from resting or I'll determine at the end of a session. Okay. We need to we need to presumably we start the next session talking to this guy, he's probably gonna be there. Yeah. Maybe yeah, we Oracle. should 
But what, what, what are we... So, so you've, so, you've, yes. you've broken a skull up and you've got one out relatively intact. Yeah, and I'm just going to take it over to the tech guy and just... Kick put over it in front candles. Of, put, put it in front... <laughs> just going to put drop it in his lap and just be like, can you figure out what that is? I, I'm still in. But I've, I've not cleaned. I've not cleaned any brain off it or anything. So it's literally covered in gore. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, so <laughs> I, I'm just sort of intoning, and I raise one finger just for a moment, and <laughs> you, you hear me say, "Undefined, Ensilar," and then I come zero, to zero, one, 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 zero, 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 one. <laughs> two. Two. What? <laughs> there is no two. I, t- I, st- I, I stand up. I, I, I cradling this thing in in my robes, and then I take a reverential step back out of the circle I've created and then I go to a table and start getting to work on this thing. I'm obviously muttering a short prayer beforehand, okay. not not uh, forgetting my earlier failure. And uh, tech use with my tools is going to be uh, a 55 again. No, oh, you so, plus no, 10 because of your, your, your sort of intonations and your memory of your earlier failure. So plus 20 with the tools, plus 10, so that's 30, so that is a 75. Oh, 76. Use my last fate point. I'm using my last fate point. I'll just, no, I'm just going to add 10 to that. Okay, so you have very little idea what this is. Very advanced argument. Very advanced heretic. You can tell it is not blessed by the Omnissiah, this device. It has elements of what look like flesh instead of circuit boards, which is anathema. Mm. It's been touched by the unclean. Definitely. Mm. It's definitely not holy tech. I'm beginning to think that maybe bringing in all these corpses was not the worst idea in the world. I mean, look at look at Fungi over there. He's loving them. Look at the tentacles move. But maybe, just just maybe as a thought, we should maybe bar the doors and maybe set a watch tonight. You know, people come looking for our food and, you know, these chaps try and get this shiny guy... I think we should maybe think about some defense. What do you what do you think? I'm gonna take what you're saying, but I'm gonna go in a slightly different direction on it, and I'm gonna methodically uh, decapitate every single one of the bodies. Okay. Good mm-hmm. idea. What was your reaction to, to really realizing <laughs> this is arch- heretic? Yeah, I, I don't I don't see it as being sort of unclean and sort of infectious or anything like that. So I, I no longer need to treat it with every, any sort of uh, reverence, so I uh, if I have all the time in the world, I'm just going to go about um, extracting more of these things and ripping them apart and seeing what's what's what. I bring you over a pile of heads. Take your time. <laughs> just tied together by the hair. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to I'm going to go up to the roof and with my 25 perception start a watch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see anything coming. <laughs> Army marching down the street. <laughs> there's drums, there's smoke. <laughs> well, I said the smoke you can't see anything. Yeah. Uh, we should have some The three S's. Security, security, security. I've I've no. got security. Yeah. You've got yeah. Are we rolling for this? What, security, security. Go ahead and roll for it now. Can yeah. I can I assist in this because I've got security as well. I think the fact that we live here is also a big bonus. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, plus you know, you yeah. What do you try? Describe what you're trying to do first, and then I'll give you. Uh, I'm go, I'm we're, gonna we're getting do... out the melter cannon uh, <laughs> um, and arming that. And, yeah. uh, we we have a system of um, sort of uh, deadfalls and these little 
canister things. Picture Home Alone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, yeah, we, we've, we've got tripwires, deadfalls, and things like that. So but the paint cans are of poor quality or worse. And it's just fluffy. There's a regular set that we just keep there, and we just put the, the tripwires on and off. You know, at the start of the day, end of the day. Oh, turn on the door handle heaters. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's the extra set, which is you know we've got. Um, caches of weapons that we'll put in various places, not just on us, and we can use the dead people's weapons as well. So we'll oh, a nail for a rubber roof tile. I'll leave <laughs> it next to the door. Considering you're going to do this, can I? I'm going to go outside and I'm going to get the one that he threw out the window first. If it sees you dismantling the rest, because there's no point dismantling them all if you're going to leave one still intact outside. Okay. Make it with the smashy smashy. Yep. Okay. So. I would be rolling at a... Uh, so that's a security which I have, which is intelligence, which is 55. So uh, what am I getting bonus-wise? Say 20. 20 bonus, so we're talking 75. Quite high. 58. I'll burn a fake point so you can roll again. Okay. Um, that would be a burn, though, wouldn't it? Not yeah, a, no, you can't like burn. No burning burn. let someone else do something. I, I did that I did that last time, though. I don't, um, yeah. What are you trying to do? With so you failed. You, you, you set up all these weapons in, in, in a way that I, you I think, so but you are obviously not taking into account I, that it's humans that are using these I, things, not machines. I did. I did say I've got security and I'll be helping him. So That's does that mean plus that ten? Plus ten, yeah. Yeah. That, so that makes it. That just success. makes it. Yeah. Right. So you set up some trip falls. Your weapons are available. So if guns jam, there should be one near to hand as long as you're at and say a I like to think. Point. Well, I, I'm sort of like just. As You're I'm doing getting, everything, and I'm yeah. just following you around, correcting everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As I'm so distracted, I just think about the armor again and how shiny it is, and just like and all the symbols on it. I'm trying to decode it, so I'm just like missing the. the so hook. you're putting the spear out, but you've got the point in the ground. So I take it out and put it back around the other way. <laughs> so as the after this intense combat in almost unknown numbers of, of gloom haunts invading their territory and meeting this armored stranger. With stacks of corpses, they almost seem to go back to their regular lives with no worry, no cares, ignoring all of the looming dangers that have now entered their lives. Dark Heresy 2nd Edition is published by Fantasy Flight Games. Intro and outro music was The Colour of Trust by The Chamberpots, and you can find their work at reflectionsofsound.bandcamp.com. As usual, any feedback, thoughts, criticism, hate mail, anything, get in touch. It's swordnutradio at gmail.com, that's swordnutradio at gmail.com, or at swordnutradio on Twitter. I'm also on Reddit as well, but I, I don't know how that thing works, so if you want to get in touch on that, let me know. Thanks for listening. Here's the bloopers. There's a lot. Dun dun dun! dun, dun. I have to write to you. Anyone for foot? You <laughs> <laughs> sucker suck on a big toe. I love that. We don't mind sucking on toes. Like, we've managed to keep um, it light and you know, like hilarious and dark at the same time. I appreciate that. Well, what is cannibalism other than comedy? Don't, don't stop recording yet. Horrific. Okay. Don't uh, stop. Have you stopped recording? Don't, yeah. don't stop recording. Don't stop recording. Because you yeah. need to do the. Yeah, too late for that. Stop recording. Okay. Don't stop. Yeah.
switch, it, switch it to, re- to, switch it to save, yeah. Yeah. make sure it's saved, and then switch it off. Otherwise, Paul will kill you. Limited. Bloopers are great until Paul takes her out of comedy. These are actually pretty good. Just on their own, anyway. Just sticks in the bloopers. Pedophiles. My favourite, my favourite that Paul edited was one sort of blooper reel where it was just literally every every bit where he goes um and ah uh, and um, <laughs> yeah we've done that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Are sort of as all as all technology is shrouded in religion and <laughs> heretic. I so much prefer if it's shell. <laughs> just just this like a ball with fucking arms and legs walking around. No, I just I just want to trip you up so you fall on your back. And, uh, <laughs> not not help you get up. Yeah, yeah, just roll over you. Yeah. Like, like the fucking the, the rock, the stone ball in Indiana Jones. Yeah. Especially in all those anyway, little... Sorry, uh, anyway, sorry, anyway. <laughs> sorry, I'm throwing off. I don't know where I'm going with that now. <laughs> what do you look like? That guy over there looks quite good looking. Maybe we get him your, you get your, him, I can't talk right now. <laughs> Something about the faces. Bam, got you. <laughs> got you, bastard. Could we skip to the next morning with like, oh, pass me that bit of foot there. That was yeah. not quite as good as I thought it would. I'm Any point you spare ribs? <laughs> That foot has been repurposed to house Thranzig, the, the great machine spirit who used to occupy a gun. <laughs> and who shall not have it. Um, it's mad now. Give us a hand. <laughs> Somebody give us a hand. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Sorry, I've had the finger. <laughs> Don't want to know what you've been doing with it. This decapitated, this decapitated woman gives grey head. <laughs> Feels like a stranger's doing it. <laughs> I can't get it to grip tight. Someone give me another hand. (laughs) No, it's too tight and it won't come undone. Oh, shit. Rigor mortis. Brother Gaius, you seem to need some sacred unguents. (laughs) May I rub salve upon you? Just something slippery. (laughs) Look, guys, guys, it's poseable. I just, I just imagine from um, the Kung Pao into the fist or the, the guy is a mysterious ninja type guy in kendo gear or whatever and he says nothing. He's, you know, he's the person who stands at the back and does nothing, you know, they're going to be really cool. Um, so there's this big fight goes on and he realises he's beaten and he pulls this um, mysterious pyramid cap off his clothes and goes, ha and throws it down and this the little puff comes <laughs> <laughs> up Everyone stops and just looks at it like, <laughs> what no, I imagine oh, that, you have no idea. I'm actually ridiculously pissed <laughs> off with that. Do you want to do you want to borrow a set? No. <laughs> Can you burn yeah. a fake point? I'll, I'll probably I'll, I'll probably curse them on you. Oh, it seems I forgot to my get thing. someone to print out the uses of fake points. It, it really does seem to be my thing. What is it in the combat chapter? Fifty-seven. I've got four combat chapters. Would it would have worked, but when I need it, it'll be fucking ninety. <laughs> For those of you at home wondering why the hell we're rolling dice continuously, Adam is interrogating his dice. <laughs> They're actually babes, and I'm not using any of them. Trying I just roll three nines in a freaking row. Elvis. Fuck Wyoming. <laughs> what comes the lame? Fuck Wyoming. <laughs> so you sort of, you, 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 okay, fine. You, it's cool. you guys have had <laughs> you're sort of almost done for the own. So if someone does want to set up charts, we'll do that for next time, I think, because it's half nine, Mm -hmm. and a lot of people here are ripped.